have tuned into Geek Elite Radio. Good luck. Hey, Mitch. 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 What up, Mitch? Hey, Mitch. 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 It's Halloween. Eat all the candy you want. Razor-bladed Reese's Pieces are... I don't know they made razor blades that small, but they definitely do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how I buy all my guns <laughs> Halloween time. Is that a king size Snicker bar? Oh no, it's a Glock 9. Cool. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> this town is out on the street now, huh? <laughs> this is the best neighborhood ever. That's how these kids get it. So here we are, recording another Hey Mitch. It is Halloween Day. For anybody that wants the reference of what how we're recording this, timestamp. You what? might, you, yeah, you Did might hear some candy chewing behind the curtains. Oh, I know, it's it's strange. What is happening? No. Who does that? Who? I mean, what am I? I think I'm the loser of Oz or something? Yes. <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and do some introductions. I'm Mitch, the star, obviously. Who? Never heard of you before. <laughs> and uh, go to my left first is. Am I to your? I am to your left. That's huh. right. I'm very uh, much on his right. Chris, uh, Chris Jitsi. We have to actually designate that. You'll find out in a moment. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> and then next to him is I am Richard. I've been on the first episode of Hey Mitch, so you guys have heard me once before. There you go. And directly to my right, rounding out number four is Hi everybody. I'm Christopher Franey. How's it going? Usually host on uh, Imagine If. Imagine If with me. Uh, GT, Chris GT is going to be hosting VHS Gems with me. So Ooh, we're going to get that yes. one up and off the ground nice. here later this week. So look, look, keep an eye out for that one. The pinnacle of, of film watching technology, really. <laughs> I know. We, we didn't even do Betamax or Laserdisc. We went with VHS. VHS, of course. <laughs> That's like one of the biggest. A- it's such a great throwback. I mean, every time I go into Albertsons, I'm always sad when I look at that front empty kiosk. I'm like, God, 99 Cent Tuesdays, where are you? I was going to say, that's one of the, the, the biggest problems I have with my Blu-ray remote is there's no tracking button on it. And I'm just like, this is bullshit. <laughs> right? Sometimes I go looking for that button, even though I know it's not going to help. It's, right? I mean, there shouldn't be that problem anyways. Well, you never know, because I mean, nowadays, instead of getting the lines through it, you get like the pixelated artifacts That's now. True. So, like, maybe there should be a new pixelated tracking artifact button. Yes. Like, pre scan the, the fucking disk, put it in a buffer memory. Hell yeah. So, when are, Richard, you seem to be the odd man out. When are we going to get a, a podcast going? Oh, I don't know, man. Um,. Uh, 2016, we'll make it happen. 2016, there you go. You've heard it here first. <laughs> Official date. Watch sometime. out for that one. We're gonna, all we're going to do is talk about 2015, though. That's so it's going to be yeah. a weird podcast. Yeah, it's all <laughs> it's back, like to, back the to the future, future year. Reverse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it'll be 
each podcast was one day <laughs> in 2015. So we just talked about what we did that day? Yeah. Uh, August 22nd? Uh, one day. <laughs> it's going to be 365 days of not much going on. <laughs> I had a cola. <laughs> Those two days I was in a coma are really going to be not so great. <laughs> yeah. so, I think you can find that already. It's called Twitter. Like, Oh, that's true. All my random shit's on there. I bought a Coca-Cola today. It'll be the official time hop? Uh, yeah. Like, podcast? <laughs> is that what it is? And that actually might work. Somebody might listen to that. I tweeted this five years ago before Twitter was even around. Weird. All right. Well, that's this is exciting. Four people on the podcast this week. Uh, I official can't... foursome going on. Uh, yep. oh. The fearsome foursome. Let's see. What... That should be a thing, actually. I mean, you've got Sinister St- Six, Ridiculous Six, Magnificent Seven, Furious Seven. <laughs> Sense Eight. Sense Eight. I Sense mean, eight. So, like, <laughs> might as well just make it a thing at this point. I can't I can't wait for Hateful Eight. I don't know why. I haven't really seen much about it, but other I don't know than the why trailer. Because you're not, like, a big Tarantino guy. But his last two movies I have liked a lot. Yeah, but... His stuff really before... Like, I don't know. It's just... You're very weird with him. Because, like, you're, you're really... Like, big into writing, and so, like, it seems like you should just innately love Quentin Tarantino, Tarantino, much like Aaron Sorkin, right? Because they're both, like, word wizards. Aaron Sorkin is amazing. He He is is. amazing. He's (laughs) he's fucking amazing. But, uh, like, I don't know, it's just funny, because every time you're like, yeah, I didn't really like that movie, I'm just like, what? (laughs) I like to keep you on your toes, Richard. You definitely do. (laughs) That's for sure. Uh, Angry Western, though, that just sounds exciting, you know? Is it going to be close to Christmas when that comes out? It is Christmas, I believe. Oh, I believe, I believe Christmas it is. Day is complete. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you're watching Angry Western. Santa's coming Jesus. on time this year. <laughs> and he's bringing six shooters. That's right. Yeah. It's, it's about damn time. Six shooters and Samuel Jackson. <laughs> what? That, that, that should the title be the name of <laughs> <laughs> That should be a standalone spinoff film. <laughs> I don't even care if he acts. It could just be Sam Jackson with six shooters. He doesn't even have to be a different character. <laughs> He's just sitting there in a rocking chair looking at the camera. Yep. How's your Christmas going? Best two hours ever. <laughs> totally, totally meta it out and just talk right to the audience. Hell now yeah. I'm going to open my gifts. <laughs> There's no fourth wall with Sam Jackson. <laughs> my God. If I go to see a Sam Jackson's and six shooters, no fourth wall. Let's just open that up and let's just tear it down like the Berlin Wall. Let's just have a straight interaction the two. It doesn't even have to be in a movie theater. It could just be him sitting in a no chair walls. in front of me. <laughs> yeah. Like that lady that did that art thing where you could literally go and just sit in front of her and she'd just stare at you for like ten minutes. Like, let's do that with Sam Jackson and six shooters. That would be amazing. <laughs> People would pay millions. I would be there. I know that. I think we all would. Okay. I'm already there. I'm just waiting for time to catch up with it. So, for my general video game knowledge, I usually turn to GT and Richard for for that uh, updates. What what can you tell me in the video game world? Oh, my God. As well, of the last week or so. A uh, week or so. Well, I mean... Honestly, right now, the only thing that is on any of our minds, I believe, is there are ten days until Fallout. Fallout 4. <laughs> yep. I mean, I wouldn't have known from just the shirt that That's right. Richard's wearing right now. Get my uh, Fallout shirt on. It's the the main character, or not the, the main character, but Vault the Boy. Vault, Vault Boy. Boy. There you go. Yeah. I call him Bert. I don't know if that's his name, but that's what I named him, Bert. <laughs> Bert the Fallout Boy. That's what I go with. You might have to deal with Vault Tech's... Uh, Lawyers on yeah. that one. I'll, t- I'll talk to him. And That's the good. band, Fallout Boy, because 
But that's where they kind of... No, they got their name from Simpsons. I disagree. What do you mean you disagree? <laughs> I disagree. They come out and said it. They don't know what they're talking about. There is You're only wrong one, about your opinion. Yeah, there's only one Fallout boy. Oh, okay. And he's on my fucking shirt right now. And vault and everyone else knows there can be only one. It's like the fucking Highlander. It's oh, like the fucking Highlander. Oh, oh shit. Okay. Oh, oh. So I did hear some news this week, video game related, which it's also... Fallout related. Uh, apparently, uh, Jones Soda is oh, doing yeah, a like limited edition something or other fucking soda yep. of the Nuka Cola. I think it's the Quantum Cola. I think. Is yeah, what yeah, 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 yeah. Still super awesome. It's gonna be like exclusive to Target, but they made it sound like it's not gonna be so much limited qualities. Just it's or. Quantities, not qualities. <laughs> Here's the, the extra shitty. Big just tap on the quality of this. Is big <laughs> distinction there. Um, <laughs> All the bottles leak. <laughs> I mean, it's post-apocalyptic. Come on, like you can't have prestigious glass here. You just gotta okay? be happy with what you get. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. It was kind of closes. That's a good thing. <laughs> All the bottles are dirty. It's fantastic. There's a syringe in mine. Bonus. <laughs> Speaking of so, Halloween. So quantity. Yes. Yes. Uh, so apparently they made it sound like they'll be in like any target. I don't know. Hmm. But yeah. So who knows? I also Should heard they were doing a, uh, a beer, a Fallout beer, but is exclusive to See, the United Kingdom. Yeah. Which boo, because I don't live there, but... Yeah, yeah, but you can get anything shipped to you now. That's probably true. true. <laughs> I mean, most everything. Alcohol I probably couldn't get yellow cake. One of the more difficult things, yeah. though. True. Fine. Especially Throw a wrench in my fucking work because it's probably highly flammable. <laughs> it's got to be used it's as a made weapon out, somehow. It's probably used to clean engine parts and exactly <laughs> being exactly. made by Carlsberg. Yeah, so. that's true. Carlsberg Brewery. Brewery. That's a funny word. Uh, no, so yeah, obviously Fallout's the big one. Um, so Rainbow Six has been confirmed for December 1st this Indeed. year. So huge, huge great news. December 1st? Yes. yes. Wow. So Christmas is going to be fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah. Fallout yes. in November, Rainbow Six in December, Star Wars, Hateful Eight. I mean, damn, it's good to be a geek. <laughs> I'm going to say that's probably going to be about the first game I buy for my PS4 since buying my PS4. Wow, that's sad. <laughs> that's, that's a little disheartening. Have you checked out? Do you do you have the PlayStation Plus? Yep. Do you download any of the free games? Yeah. Have you played them? I played Injustice a lot. Um, but you already played that. <laughs> so well, you played it more. Fair enough. That that Continued was last gen. It was. It was. So. PS3 and Xbox 360. Oh, get with the times. Yeah, come on. <laughs> we don't even support that in GTA 5 updates anymore. I mean, come on. Where have you been? Uh, you know, I think those are the big ones, though. I mean, Call of Duty's around the corner, which, I mean... Is that Black Ops 3? Yes. It is Black Ops 3, I, yeah. I, yeah. I, I have to say... Um, I believe I, their commercials I, had Call of Duty season. I did for the last gen consoles. I did buy Black Ops 2. Never opened it. So, really? Yeah, it's still in its packaging. I played it for a weekend, so <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't. It's. It's. I don't know. Like, it's really weird because, like, for a while, like, I, I kind of felt like Treyarch was really the only 
ones that were doing really anything cool with Call of Duty, and, like, that's kind of, like, I don't know, I played some of the other ones, but I, I haven't played them in a while, and so, like, when I saw they were doing Black Ops 3 and some of the stuff they were doing, like, the big one for me that I, that I liked uh, about it was that it has four-player co-op through the entire campaign, and it wasn't just, like, tacked on, like, they approached the whole campaign this time with that in mind, so they tried to open it up more, a little bit more so that you could have a little bit more freedom to explore that through four players. Not sure how that's going to really translate into the game, but for me that's one thing that I'm like, oh, that could be cool. But again, I don't know, it's, it's, with it being an annual title, it's like, okay, maybe we just need to calm down a little bit. Maybe we need to do one every other year. And I feel like Assassin's Creed's kind of getting the same way, like... Yeah, Almost Syndicate, seems, yeah. which just came out, is getting like rave reviews. It is getting really good reviews. Yeah, which I was I thinking think, about picking that up. I, you know, I want to it, too. It's one of the few that actually has my interest. I think Black <laughs> Flag was the last one that got really good feedback. Rogue, uh, Rogue. Which, oh, was it? Which okay. was um, just like for last gen, uh-huh. so it came out on PS3 and Xbox and 360. 360. And I believe they did a PC port hmm. for it. Well, wait, that was an actual game? Yeah. Like, you you play as, like, a, a Templar. An ex- yeah, ex-assassin turned Templar or something Templar. like that. Yeah. Oh, and you're, I don't even remember hearing about that one. Yeah. Well, it was weird, because when it came out, they dropped two Assassin's Creed games on the same day. I think it came out the same day as Unity did, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, or maybe it was a different I, one. I want to say that it was a little later than... Unity, but yeah, it totally flew under the radar. Hmm. Yeah, I haven't checked that one out either. But, but yeah, I think uh, I, I definitely think the Syndicate looks like it's pretty awesome. So, oh yeah. But but I mean, again, I, that's what I mean. I think if we just did one every other year, I think that might be good. Do you think that they, when they make these movies or these games, so that they come out every year, they don't they don't plan for everyone to buy every game? Or do you think they, they do plan for everyone to buy every game? Well, I think, for everybody that is interested in that franchise. Yeah, I mean, I think as a as a, a developer, I, I really don't think there's ever a time where you say, oh, I, I don't think anybody's going to buy this, or a particular group <laughs> isn't going to buy this. I think you genuinely are like, well, I'm, I'm just we saying, want everyone to buy this. If you, you think like, I mean? like, like cell phone releases, sure. you don't, I can't imagine they think that everybody's going to go out and buy the next iPhone that, but, that next year, but I think they do, and I think that's what the problem becomes. Is that the Apple specifically does do that? Yeah, yeah. but I mean the <laughs> the way that they used to be with the cell phone companies that had two year contracts, you had to keep the same phone for two years. I mean, now it's changed, but the way it was, they had to think that most people were going to buy the one that comes the year their phone contract is up, right? I think I think they used to think that way, and I think the fact that we've seen a massive shift in being able to lease a phone now instead of actually buying a phone uh, and, and you know potentially just do 12 payments on that phone before you get a new one, I think that's a really good indicator that, yeah, they do totally expect everyone to run out and buy a new phone every single year. And I think with all of the major carriers now, if I'm not mistaken, shifting to that same type of platform, and even Apple's now offering their own, like, they're even going behind the backs of the carriers and being like, well, fuck your carrier, like, we will totally let you do this through us so that you can get a phone every 12 months. 
I think they genuinely do kind of think that everyone's going to run out and buy a new phone every year. Mm-hmm. I know I don't, but... <laughs> no, I don't I, either. And I think there are a lot of people that don't, and I think that's the same with any sort of, of franchise. You know, it's like, yeah, we want more and more, sure, but we want more at a rate that's consumable. And I feel like that's kind of the problem with Assassin's Creed, is that it's become this thing of, like make the game bigger, 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 bigger. And then at some point, you're like, Jesus, this is just so massive that people can't even really sit down to get through it all anymore, you know? And so I feel like it's a point where you have your hardcore, super hardcore elitists that are every 12 months dropping money on an Assassin's Creed game. But I feel like there's also some really strong fans of the franchise that are like, you know, I'm just going to do every other one. Like, I'm not going to turn around and pick one up every 12 months right so, you know i at least that's what i kind of think has happened i don't know what do you guys think i agree i would think that's what would probably be best well it makes sense i mean when you when you start looking at the collector mentality you could put it out there people are going to go for it um the only tough thing that happens is eventually they kind of you oversaturate because like you were saying how it gets bigger 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 and they're going to put one out there and it's just man that was a turd that was such a turd and that's what gets scary about it because i I know Which definitely. Was Unity? <laughs> I, you know, I I wouldn't say that. I played Unity. I thought it was really good. But again, to be fair, I did not have the problems that a lot of people did. Like a tremendous amount of people ran into bugs, glitches, and stuff like that. And you know, when you drop sixty dollars of your hard-earned money on something, they that is disappointing. Like it is disappointing, and and it seems to be somewhat more of a trend lately from developers to be like, well. We don't have to quite make the game perfect. We just have to get it out. And then the problem becomes, we'll maybe get around to fixing it through patches. Through patches, yeah. And it's like, I think it's great that we can do that. I think it's great that as gamers, we're not locked into just what's on the disc. You know, that you can get a lot of supported content later on. But what becomes a problem is when you have the developers that have that mindset of using it as a crutch and saying, hey, look... We totally don't have to make this as quality as it should be because now we can turn around and just fix it later if we get around to it. And so I feel like it's they've taken something that potentially could be really good and they're kind of leaning on it in the wrong way right now. So I I don't know. I think we'll maybe see a shift back at some point, you know, to where they kind of realize, hey, less and less people are wanting to buy broken games and get them fixed later, so... I don't know. We'll see. It's interesting, though. Well, I feel like you lose the heart of the matter. You know, when you're just yeah. making it to put it out there, it's not as good as when you made it and you cared about it. You know, as a comic book fan, you know, the books have to come out monthly. And there's times where you've sat through a creative team where you're just like, God, I feel so bad for supporting this crap. But if I don't buy it, then the character's gone. And, yes, I, I can see that. And like you said, mm-hmm. eventually the thought's going to come back where – Less people want to buy broken things, so yeah, we're gonna lose totally. And I mean, I feel like the franchise in general has has. I mean, you you've played it, right? Like, uh, what do you remember? Which one you were on? The last one I played was Unity. I played. I mean, I played the beginning part of it. Uh, I skipped over Black Flag. I skipped over Assassin's Creed Three. That's okay. the one in America. Connor. Yeah. Yeah. I skipped like over the those two. I wanted to, Wars but like that. yeah, but yeah. I, I didn't get to play them. Um, okay. So the last one before that was. Uh, Brotherhood, but you you were that you played through the one where they killed Desmond, right? Yes. So, like to me, in my opinion, I think, with the exception of maybe Syndicate, I don't know, I haven't played any of it yet, but I think with the exception of that, like they've really kind of 
just lost their way without Desmond, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, obviously that's uh, I was a, a main character uh, uh, that you were following throughout the first set of games. I mean, why why not have that be the staple that connects all of your games? But I mean, it's 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 showing that they're they're trying to make a a bigger world and how it all encapsul- encapsulates all the games. Probably going to have a lot of things that that are uh, going to um, tie into the movie, I would assume. Uh, you know, the funny thing is, is I kind of don't think it is because they're even saying that like this is an assassin that isn't in any of the games. At well, that's all. what I'm saying so, is that that's why they oh they might just Desmond. be expanding their universe. exactly. Oh, okay. Then in that case, yeah, I think yeah, I think you're Fast Bender's going to be playing someone that you haven't seen yet. Right. Right. That's, that could be cool. And Frank, you 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 hit on it earlier uh, talking about comic books. What anything in the comic book world that you noticed in the last week or so that you want to talk about? Ooh. Okay, well, let's see. Um, what's hot, what's not? I guess right now if you're let's see DC Comics, um, the Justice League New Gods, really great stuff. Um, one thing that's really exciting about reading a Jeff Johns book is he must be like I could see Jeff Johns, and I don't mean this in a weird way, but like he's probably at the bathtub playing with DC Direct action figures. Is like <laughs> oh, this is how I write my comic books, you know? And it's it's great because we all have those moments where it's like you you, you have your toys and you're like, oh man, you know this Spider Man figure and this Batman figure are so excellent together, and that's how we script and draw because we can't script or draw, you know? Like these are just those quick spur of the moments. So it's exciting looking at uh, the Justice League Dark Side War. I cannot stop talking about that one. It's fantastic. Um, right now we're currently see currently seeing the Justice Leaguers receive new god powers. So when we back in the day when when Blackest Night was going on and it's like oh my god Blue Beetle's got a Black Lantern ring and and the Flash has a Blue Lantern ring and all our favorite DC characters have these rings. Now we get to see Justice League characters with these new god powers and it's real interesting because like. Superman, he's been charged by the uh, flame pits of Apocalypse. So I think the last thing I saw, they're calling him the God of Steel. Holy cow, it's it's crazy. Like, he literally, like, threatened Luther, and he's like, oh, by the way, I never want to see you on the planet Earth again. So it's like, <laughs> wow, the Man of Steel's a dick. This is great, you know? So they're, they're very exciting. Um, I can't wait to keep reading more about that. So this month, every week, we're going to be getting a one-shot. So the first one that came out was Batman... And he has the Mobius chair, which gives him, like, all of Metron's abilities. So he has all this knowledge and whatnot. And I don't want to ruin the spoiler for you, but it's great. Pete Tomasi wrote that one. The art is very beautiful. Fantastic issue. Um, If you've got a couple bucks laying around, go pick it up. It's a well-worthwhile read. Uh, Marvel. Let's see. Exciting this from Marvel. Um, There's the possibility that we might finally get an update on Secret Wars, maybe. I don't know. That... uh, should have ended this month, and it's it's dragging out for like another two months. Um, can't really say anything that got me exciting there. A little bit of a sleeper book would be the 1876, if I remember the year right. So it's this Western book that spins out of the whole Secret Wars. And it starts off with, with Sheriff Steve Rogers of the town Timely. So it's neat because there's all these little like Marvel elements of history in there. Um, and the way Steve Rogers is handled in the book, like issue two... You're going to totally be on his side. You're totally going to be reading this and you're like, wow, I can't believe that happened. This is like the ultimate Clint Eastwood cowboy moment movie. It's fantastic. <laughs> so that's a good sleeper. Um, of course, from Image, you know, there's always Walking Dead. And I highly recommend reading Thief of Thieves. 
But it's kind of, it's here, there, and everywhere every now and then because they've got like a rotating panel of writers. So sometimes it's on schedule, sometimes it's not. So so they're still going forward with that? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I want to say like uh, like with the previews magazine, you get like a two-month update. So I would say there's probably nothing on radar for the next four months. Ooh. Hopefully I miss something. But yeah, it's it's a great book. Um, but just haven't seen any updates to when the next issue's coming. Crazy. Uh, Dynamite again, another great hidden company. So Dynamite Comics, they're uh, they're bringing back the spirit. Mm. Um, so that has been great. Like after Frank I... Miller flushed him down the toilet, uh, it's great <laughs> to finally see a company, a group of people. Willing to take the spirit and give him some justice. Well, you know what? The thing I like about Dynamite, because I, I, I read their uh, Green Hornet uh, books. Right. The ones that originally were, or not originally, but this time around started off by Kevin Smith again. Um, they like to take their those properties and they, they cross, um, utilize them, I guess you could say. Where, so in the Hornet, the Green Hornet and... You know, the spirit could team up or something. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, they they had a book for a while. They're called Masks, and it was it was kind of along that premise where we take these like '30s, '40s pulp pop heroes and put them on a team, and it would be smart. I mean, if if you're a company, you've got all these properties, and obviously there's love for these characters, and there's not much going on. There's the one issue monthly, so it's like, yeah, let's do that. Let's let's get six or seven of them, put them on a team, and you could totally give that golden age vibe that that is missing in comics right now. Marvel didn't have a strong golden golden age presence. DC had a very strong golden age, but they've they've kind of lost touch with it. Uh, this whole Earth Two Earth Two society, it's neat, but it's not you know Jay Garrick and Alan Scott. It's these new versions, which are not even close to those characters. So I mean, that's something where they could say, hey, you know, there's definitely lovers of the golden age out there. They're not getting fed. Let's give them this. Let's give them something. Let's put it together. Let's let's try something new. So yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to see some more there. Maybe you know, sneak the spirit into masks and <laughs> go after it. You know. Uh, speaking of Marvel, uh, going into the movie side of it, uh, has anybody else seen this picture of Tom Holland, new Spider-Man, the way he looks? Kind of for the no, no. Nope. the spider bangs, <laughs> the spider bangs. Yeah, he's he's going with them, like just like how the Marvel. You saying spider bangs or bangs? Bangs, like, like, like hair, hair bangs. bangs, like Selena bangs. Well, no, right? It's, it's not exactly like that. It's he he's, could eventually. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's got like Tobey Maguire. Spider-Man three, no, bangs. no, not no, that no. bad. Okay. Okay. It's ultimate Spider-Man. It's basically. ultimate Spider-Man. He's, he's yeah. doing the ultimate Peter Parker here. It's it's kind of at the part in the middle, and it just kind of comes around Ooh. the side. Oh, all right. It, so, like Devin Sawa in yes. uh, uh, Casper. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like in Casper. Wasn't it? I don't even remember now. Yeah, Casper was that? in that. No, 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 I know, but I'm I'm thinking like, was his hair like probably I don't know. around that That's, time? That was like his look. That right? time period. Yeah, we'll go with yes. But okay. yeah, no. There's a picture online. <laughs> if you go look it up, you can see that he's definitely got the ultimate Peter Parker, ultimate Spider-Man look more than six one six. What we've normally seen in. Uh, the movie universe for Spider-Man. I wonder if we're going to get the nerdy glasses. Like, you know, they always show him. He's got the nerdy glasses, and then, like, two seconds later, they're gone. I think it'd be nice if they don't even bother going with the glasses. Because looking at this picture, he's taking a selfie. He's very ripped. I mean, he's, he's working the kid, out. They got him to work out. He's yeah. pretty muscular. Like, well, I, you know, if they approached me and was like, hey, 
were to pay a couple million bucks, <laughs> I'd get ripped too. Right? Oh, hell yeah. Marvel, please hire me. <laughs> I, I would love yeah. to get that body and just be like, here we go. I was like, I'm going to need training for like 30 hours a day. <laughs> but you're an extra. Yeah, it doesn't matter. We're in the Marvel <laughs> Universe. You want me to okay? hold that boom mic? <laughs> yeah. I need the arms. <laughs> Trust me, you, you're going to want this. <laughs> Uh, also in news is that <clears throat> D.B. Wong, recently of uh, Jurassic World, uh, okay. he played the scientist that yeah. kind of screws over everybody and takes off in a helicopter. Yes. Science. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't remember who he... He got casted as someone, right? He got cast as Hugo Strange. Hugo Strange, Gotham. that's right. Fuck so, yeah. So, I, I mean... That's fantastic. I'll be, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm okay with this casting. I like D.B. Wong and just about everything I've seen him in. Most people probably know him from Law and Order. Yeah, yeah. SVU. He, for the longest time, he played Dr. Wong. Um, Coincidence? Well, I mean, he, in that, he plays a psychiatrist uh, FBI agent. Coincidence! <laughs> so, I, that's, I guess that's what I was just wondering, how everybody felt about him playing the part, or getting cast. I'm completely down with that. Like, B.D. Wong is a great actor, and I, it's... It's kind of a, a strange casting choice, but I really, really enjoy it. It is. I mean, yeah, yeah. You go by if you just go purely by looks. Obviously, he doesn't fit the stature, right? But if you go by his acting like style, oh, I could definitely see it. If anybody has watched Mr. Robot to the last two <sighs> episodes, he plays a, a part in that in that show. Finished it. Such a great started. role for him. Such a great role. But you know what you're saying, it, like for it. the looks, it's amazing. I, I, like the picture that the, that this company has got. Honestly, if they do that nice little chin beard, I don't know, chin skirt, whatever you want to call those, the understrap, like, and you give him the creepy glasses, he's gonna look good for it. Yeah, I actually, mean, those if, are two if simple aesthetics. Mitch just shaves his off. It's pretty close. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> like, I mean, they should have just casted you. I would have strange. You've done it. You've I, seen I, it. I did do it. You're already ready. Like you're just, you should have just been like, "Hey guys, open casting call. I'm right here." I don't know Look, why I, you would want to go with somebody who has experience. That they're including the character in the Gotham TV show because he is one of my favorite characters as a Batman villain. Um, so the fact that they're including him is great. The fact that they're getting DB Wong to play him is icing because I do think the guy's a great actor. No, he absolutely I'm is. Excited. The only thing I'm bummed about is that he's not going up against Bruce Wayne. I wish it was Very Batman true. in his mm. prime. Um, have you, okay, since you're a big Hugo Strange fan, and actually this is going to be funny, we're going to have another Marvel versus DC moment. So it's like, hey, we got to beat Marvel to something. Let's bring out our Doctor Strange, you know. So just throwing that out there. Real oh, quick, that's you know? true. I didn't so even Doctor think Strange way. is gonna, and just like the Atom, beat Ant Man to the screen. So it's kind of funny that they're, you know, the TV's a little bit of a toss out. So, you know, who's gonna be there? Black Panther, uh, close enough that's gonna be going out there. But have well, you I guess ever you would read... say because uh, not to cut you off, but Air, Bron- Arrow already had Bronze Tiger, which is kind of like yeah, he's, their he's version of Black of Panther. Yeah, close, close but, enough. So close call. But I was gonna ask, have you ever read Batman Prey from Legends of the Dark Knight? I want to say it was like the third or fourth arc. Have you read that? I want to say I have. You're probably gonna have to remind me of it. All then. right, well, we'll talk later about that one. But you definitely got to read that okay. one. Fans of the upcoming show Gotham, go read Batman Prey. It's a great setup of a story. It's you're gonna love the character even more, so highly recommend it. I have a question that might uh, end very abruptly, um, just because <laughs> I don't know where it's gonna go with this. But have any? Because you're all pretty big comic book readers, obviously, right? 
We've been called worse. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Um, have any of you read Sex Criminals? I haven't yet. I've heard I've of it, heard but not really good yeah. things of it. Yeah, it's, so like, um, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, God. Wow. I, Matt Fraction. Yep. Yeah. Tourist. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got there. You didn't get there. I didn't throw any other name out until That's I got true, there. true. <laughs> he has self-control, okay? Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I just keep seeing articles, like, constantly praising sex criminals. And, like, the stuff, because I've read a couple of them just to see what it's about and why it's getting all this praise. It sounds really cool. No, that's that's what happened to me. I, I was flipping through, I don't know, someplace on the dark webs, and um, there was, like, an article of, I, I don't know, it's like, five or ten comics that should be made into, like, shows. Oh, yeah. And they had that one listed. And, and the funny thing is, is I was... Oh, man. I was back in uh, maybe like four, five, six months ago. I don't know. It was a, long, it was a while ago that mm. I was in the, the a comic book store, and I was, you know, going to pick up my, my Judge Dredd comics, and I saw it, and I was like, oh, oh what is this? Sex criminals. This, <laughs> why is this in this section? Shouldn't that be, like, in the 18-plus spot? Like, kids could just pick this up. Oh, no, it's the Law & Order SVU comic book. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah, they were right next to each other, actually. But no, yeah, and so I, I kind of saw it, and I was like, hmm, that's weird. And then I, I never really thought anything of it again until I saw that article, and I was like, holy shit, like, maybe this is actually something worth reading. So I was just curious if, if either of you have read any of it, Chris. Uh, I am. Um, I've kind of browsed through it. It looks interesting. Mr. Mitchell. The, the big thing that's really cool, and they won a Harvey Award. Um, the nice. writer Chip oh, wow. Zardaski, he won a Harvey Harvey's a really good title award for comic books, and he won it for humor. And the artist actually turned it down, and he said it's not fair because you're not including Matt Fraction. And it's like, that's Ooh, awesome! Wow, like, that is awesome. You know, it's it's not just me; it's us. It's us that work on this. So I thought that was cool. So that definitely is bumping up, but I'm bumping it up more on my radar to sit down and like, all right. I want to, you know, I want to wait till they get the next story arc started. I want to go back and read what's there and go after it. But I just, I thought that was awesome because, I mean, in the industry, any award, yeah, you're going to go for it. You want to. And with this, it's like, hey, you got a Harvey. This is like, you know, probably like, you know, definitely in the top three awards of comic books. And he turned it down. And he didn't, you know, he didn't just say like, well, you know, it's, it's turning it down because you're not including the right people in it. This is an ensemble. That's awesome. That That's is awesome. awesome. That's yeah. really cool. Mm -hmm. Another cool. book that um, is definitely on my radar is Saga. Um, I have heard of this one. Yeah. Once again, I, 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 I've heard of these and I haven't read them. But I haven't even heard of this. Like so. everyone that talks about this book throws out Star Wars immediately. They're like, this it's is on the, par with Star Wars. It's got the look. Like, yeah. It, it looks like it's part of that universe. Good art. Good I, art. I've only read the first two pages because I saw a trade in uh, the store and was just like, oh, I know almost nothing about this book, hear about it constantly, nothing but good things, picked it up. I was hooked. Just those first couple, first couple panels, I was like, this is hilarious and I need to read more of it. And I just haven't had a chance to yet. Well, fair enough. So... And we'll go out there and read Saga because it sounds like it's really great. I want to get onto it, so I'll have to go check, check out, out the trades myself. 
Uh, a little bit of more movie news. Um, we all know about the proposed Ben Affleck three solo Batman movies that are Wait, supposed to be out what? there. No, yeah, I'm just no. <laughs> um, Batman. <laughs> Who is this Ben? Affleck movies, man. <laughs> you say no. Uh, <laughs> so one of the rumors that's going around right now is that uh, one of the proposed three solo Batman movies is going to be about Red Hood. Yes, Jason Todd. Woo! Like straight nice. up, he was killed by the Joker. Uh, Batman never got his revenge. He got he gets thrown into a Lazarus pit, brought back to life, and then terrorizes the Batman, just like in the comic book. Awesome. What are we thinking? Awesome? Yeah. Awesome? All around? I mean, I've been saying, like, I don't know, it's interesting, because from the beginning, when they were like, hey, guys, uh, we kind of have this announcement that uh, Ben Affleck's going to be Batman, and the world lost its shit, I was like, you know what? This could be good. Like, I kind of want to see a trilogy of films not only starring him as Batman, but him directing it, because his, like, films of, of currently have kind of been sort of Batman-esque. You know what I mean? Like That's bold. Well, I, but, well, I like the true, though. Like, no, I agree. I think we've talked about this before where it's, you know, when he first came out, it was kind of, oh, man, this guy's a douche. But it's like, when you think of, like, The Town. The Town is awesome. a great yeah. movie, yes. The Town you is know, badass. Um, Argo yeah, is awesome. Argo Gone, Gone, what is that? Gone Girl? Gone Girl. Or? Gone Girl. Gone Girl was So Gone awesome. Girl would be, would be Batman's detective skills. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yes. The Town would be Batman's ruthless fighting skills. Yes. Yeah. Thomas Malone, his uh, Matches Malone character. And He's then, going hardcore undercover. And then Argo would be Batman's preparedness strategy skills, Exactly. Right? See? <laughs> just, you just sold me on Batflight. See? Wow, to, way to go. Hell yeah, that's what <laughs> Saying, man. Everybody's been like, no, no, no. And I'm like, no, he's got to do a trilogy of Look, his own Batman I, films. I've always said, I've said that I think Ben Affleck is a phenomenal director. He's done great. He's hit it out of the park for me three times. Yeah. How is he going to do acting-wise as Batman? I've been against it since day one. I hope that I'm proven wrong when the movie comes out. But I still have not jumped on that. But like what? Like a wagon. Can you like elaborate a little bit as to like why you feel that way? I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong. Like I'm just curious. Like, I just don't get that feel from all of his other roles. Like even I know most people be like, well, he played Daredevil, but it's like Daredevil's a different character than Batman. No, yeah, absolutely. Also, I mean that to me just proves that he can look good in a costume. Which sure, okay, which that's that fine. costume was molded to look good yeah and i mean obviously he's in better shape now than he's went out and worked out his entire life so (laughs) i mean you know but you know and i agree i think that would be a a a bad argument to to throw that out there because it's like well you could say that about any actor well they played a different character (laughs) sure they had a different name but did they really play a different character because there's a lot of actors out there that Pretty much just play themselves. This is true. There's a lot of actors that do that. So I think that's a and I know I know horrible like, argument to throw. Like, out. I know this is wrong because he's an actor. He should be able to play any role or figure out how to play any role. Uh, the proper director should be able to get that performance out of him. Just to me, I think of Shecky from fucking uh, uh, Goodwill Hunting. His character from Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> and I feel like that's his Batman's gonna be like. Oh, that's painful. <laughs> yeah. How about so, that Apple Joker? <laughs> right? So I'm just... Uh, that's where I'm getting it from. I, I feel like the, the way he portrays a lot of his characters is really lighthearted. Uh, and that he won't get the type of dark, emotional Batman that I want 
I mean, I feel like he might go dark and unemotional instead of emotional. You look like you had something to go there. Oh, so. I was just going to mention the, the bat grimace that is in every frame every of frame the of trailer. Every frame of that trailer, yes. <laughs> it's true. It, it, he has that same grim grimace. That just scowl. He's just... <laughs> he put a rock in his shoe. And he's just like, I'm fucking walking around on this thing all it's, day, every day. It's like almost like Snyder was like, no... I need you to be more somber. I need you to be more. <laughs> and maybe that is what happened. I mean, this this is definitely going to be more of what Snyder is is pulling out of the. Wow, this sounds horrible. Um, <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to really think of a good way to word this. That explains the scowl. <laughs> yeah, um, but no, I mean, I think it's going to be more of of what Zack Snyder as a director is is communicating to Ben Affleck that he wants. For this portrayal of of Batman, and I think that's what's particular. What for me is particularly interesting is that if the studio can get behind, which I think they'd be stupid not to, but if they can get behind Ben Affleck directing and acting his own Batman films, that's where I think you're going to really be able to see him actually shine as Batman and Bruce Wayne. Because that's kind of the problem, right? It's like, even when you look at Christian Bale and Christopher Nolan, that's Christian Bale, sure, but it's also Nolan. It's not just one person's ideal portrayal of Batman. Right. Which is kind of, when you kind of go back to like what you were saying about turning down the award, you know, like, hey, this is a collaborative thing. Like, And that's what I think could be extremely interesting about having the director also be the actor, especially when you have somebody who is a fully capable actor and has proven that they're arguably probably a better director. So, I mean, to be able to to do that, and if the studio could get behind him and let him kind of tell the story that he wants, I think we could get something absolutely incredible. What's going to be interesting, the story that he wants, is I'm glad you mentioned that, and plus looking at what the, the, the image here, Jeff Johns, going mm-hmm. back to him. Yeah. Have you, any of you guys read Batman Earth One? I yes. yes, I have not. Yes. I, I feel that. that's going to be a major element. As soon as they said Ben Affleck is going to be, you know, possibly directing these Batman films, and a lot of people tied him and Jeff together, and I, I can see that. And it, it is a necessary story. They're going to have to do the Batman origin again. I can see with Jeff Johns, you know, I can see him being like, "Hey, here's my book. Let's go after this." Uh, because Superman Earth 1, they were kind of toting that around for a little bit, saying like, hey, you know, this is going to be perfect to go along with Man of Steel. You know, this is a totally inexperienced Superman going after a very big phenomenon. And we did see that. You know, we, we did see that. So I can definitely see Jeff Johns putting that in there. Now, it's going to be interesting to see how involved he'll be with Ben Affleck directing. And like you said, if the studio can get behind him, because that's always the tough part when people come in with these ideas and and as much as I, I, I love the DC universe and all that stuff, I get worried because sometimes they get thirsty for toys, you know. So it's like, well, we're gonna have all these unnecessary bits and pieces to make these toy products. Look, I was just super had my heart set on Carl Urban being Batman, and it didn't happen. So uh, I'm being bitter now. No, I'm look, just joking. Look, understandable. <laughs> look, if that if that would have happened, I would have I would have been right there with you because I know we were both grassroots campaigning that shit out of that on <laughs> we Twitter, were. and I, and I still think that would have been a fantastic job. But you know, the reality there is is he's just got to wait for more dread. 
um, <laughs> because I know I am, <laughs> which is highly I, I unfortunate. I think you might be waiting for a while. I think I, I think I might be too. I think I might have to actually go out and raise all the money and uh, produce it and do all that myself. Um, like grassroots campaign. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so, uh, Carl, if you're listening. Um, and well, you know anybody car, that has money and you want to do this? Yeah, let's of course. Do this. Yeah, of course. You know, <laughs> let's do this. Let's make a let's make a dread too. You know why not? Okay, so all that aside, yes. More talking specifically about Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice. We had a Twitter <laughs> Twitter follower ask us a question on Twitter. Say, uh, hmm, this is gonna be weird. Yeah, Just some random. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, no, they, I like where they, this is going. They wanted us to um, uh. talk about this rumor or hmm. uh, idea of what could actually be happening in the Batman v Superman. Uh, this user goes by the name of. Ray Cohen. Oh. So I thought, what better way than actually get him to come on the show yeah. and talk to us about it? Weird, I'm sitting right here. So that's Richard, yeah. This is like a right. totally weird out of body experience. Richard. I didn't know that this was why I was here. <laughs> this is what Twitter sounds like? This is, yeah. this is Twitter in real life. <laughs> this is crazy. So, uh, Who is this? Joker? I don't know if I can do this at 140 characters. <laughs> So yeah, I Richard think that was more than 140 actually right there. <laughs> Richard brought it to our attention, at least to mine, uh, about this uh, theory that this journalist from uh, like TotalSpoiler.com. Oh, Total Spoiler was, yeah, was that what it was? He, I don't even know. He's from Total Spoiler. I just saw it, and it, it got put on the movie pilot. <laughs> Um, oh, that's yeah. I did see it on movie. I knew movie pilot was in there somewhere. <laughs> so why don't you go ahead and, and explain to us what what the gist of it is? Okay, so a very brief overview of it is basically that Ben Affleck is not Bruce Wayne. Dun dun dun! Oh, mind blown, Luke! I'm <laughs> your tweets. father type shit going down right now. Holy rusted metal, Batman. Yeah. No. So I guess they. Kind of, uh, who I forget who the actual author of it is. I don't know if it, if you can find that there or not. But basically, this this person came up with this theory that Ben Affleck is actually Deathstroke, death, dressed as Batman and, and wearing the cowl, and that uh, Alfred isn't Alfred or Jeremy Irons isn't Alfred. He's actually Deathstroke's butler, which is in canon in comic books that Deathstroke has. Butler. That does Winter actually Green. happen. Yeah, Winter uh, Green. Yes. Uh, Rudolph. The right? post is Rudolph by uh, or Randolph Wintergreen. Wintergreen. Yeah. What's his first name though? Well, was it Randolph or it's something like that? Right. Either going off. If only we had some magic box with all the knowledge of the world on it that we could look this up. <laughs> the movie pilot article says it's by a, a journalist by the name of Rick. Just says Rick. Just Rick. Um, I mm. know him well. Yeah. Just Rick, Rick the okay. journalist. Just so Rick. everybody knows, we're. Uh, it's fantastic. When Richard said a brief summary, this is a brief summary of an article that was yeah. already a brief summary of, of the 15 chapter <laughs> thesis that yeah. this gentleman Rick came up with to explain. The the plot yeah. twist of this Batman. So, oh my god, this guy doesn't yeah. have any inside information. He doesn't nope. really. He doesn't know how the actual movie's going to go. These are the nope. things that he's put together himself, and so it's not necessarily spoilers. But yeah. if you want to look at it that way, but they it could might be. be. Okay, so quick it thing. Could be. Yeah, William Randolph Wintergreen. Yeah, I knew it was Randolph. Yeah. There we go. I was That's like, Rudolph, title, Randolph, something like that. I, I agree with comic all books. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Apparently I Black don't. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> he had a name. Um, he was a guy. So the idea that that mostly this thesis stems from is that they're 
could be a plot twist similar mm-hmm. to Bane in The Dark Knight Rises, where yep. he was kind of more the 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 figurehead of this criminal organization, whereas Talia was the actual villain. Yeah, uh, the Mandarin in Iron Man Three yep. was played a by uh, was was a ben puppet Kingsley. for Kilgrave, or Kingsley. not Kilgrave, but Kill. For B- Guy Pierce, whatever his character's name was in that movie, Killian. Oh yeah, yeah, Killian. Killian, yeah. Sure. We'll go so with yes. he, uh, the, the idea Why there not? comes, and then also <laughs> from Batman Begins, where uh, Liam Neeson was actually uh, Rachel Ghul and Ken Watanabe was only a figurehead. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, then you've got you know Darth Vader and Emperor Palpatine. I mean. Darth Maul was somebody else. I mean, come on, you know, it happens yeah, all the time. They're not the puppets, time. though. Kaiser Souls. Well, man. just because they're fucking badass doesn't mean they're not puppets. No, that's they not They were what doing I'm their will. They were. They're the apprentice to the well, other yeah, lords. Apprentice, a puppet. Oh, I mean, <laughs> this Bane thing. and Talia. That's kind of the same dynamic as Vader. Well, no, because kind Talia of. is portrayed as being the the one other lady. Her okay, name, her name yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's, shadow identity, right? Fair enough. All okay, right, fine. So this also stems from the uh, rumor that went around for earlier in the year about um, right Jason Todd being the Joker right. in this movie. They're, yeah. or the Joker being Jason Todd. And not Jared Leto. Uh, Jared Leto's Joker is yeah, going to be Jason gonna... Todd in Allegedly. Joker, yeah, Mask, what or whatever you want to call it. Right. Uh, a lot of the evidence, air quotes, that supports this is the, the, the wounds joke? on the shoulders. I'm sorry? But it was from, uh, like, the comic, too, was the killing joke, right? That's kind of where that came about. Am I mistaken? Mm, yes. yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> you're, you're talking about with... The only time we've ever had a Robin be the Joker was... Um, Batman Beyond Return of the Joker. And in that one, it was actually Dick... No, it was Tim Drake. It was Tim Drake. Tim, Tim Drake, Drake was... Yeah. Genetically was, modified Yeah, to he was have like, this the... little time bomb was in him waiting to go off and eventually be like, oh, I've been dead for 30 years and now like my influence, my persona is going to infect yours. And there you go. So that's <laughs> kind of where... That's the only place we've ever seen that. Well, I believe they also said that... I haven't played it, but uh, Arkham Asylum, the... Arkham Knight has something like that too. Where I haven't played the latest. Jason one. Todd is also a, he, a Joker, or someone was he's, a Joker. Uh, the Arkham Knight. I he believe. is the Arkham Spoilers. Knight. But I thought there was something oh else about God, Joker. In no, that no, I'm just kidding. I, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't play the game. I, I haven't played that. But now that hearing if Jason Todd's the Arkham Knight, I, I'm going to have to go start reading the comic it, uh, that ties off. That actually awesome. is about to just get re-released on PC. Uh, because they had a because sh- yeah they had all kinds of problems, problems with it on the PC. So, it did get oh they re released okay, so and it's already, yeah. it apparently still has problems. Ooh, wow, no. that's crazy. That's terrible. So stick with the comic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, I have to buy a new page to insert. What the hell? <laughs> Imagine if comics worked that way. So it's also tying in. This theory also ties in the Nolan Batman trilogy. Yes, the Nolan verse. Uh, to the fact that. Christian Bale will still be playing Batman, Batman Bruce, Bruce Wayne. Wayne, and at some point in the movie, it's so far to us as an audience, we've been kept secret that Christian Bale is in this movie. But uh, the fact that right before Ben Affleck was announced to be the new Batman, he was reported. It was reported that Christian Bale was offered 
50, a fuck ton of money. $50 million. To play Batman again. $50 million. And then all of a sudden it just went quiet. It did. No one, no one, nothing was heard about it and Ben Affleck was given the part. In true Batman fashion. So the idea is that he's going to return and he's going to come, like at some point he, Christian Bale's Batman asked Deathstroke to take over yeah. as Batman to oversee certain things in Gotham that's when uh, the whole Gotham metropolis being a twin city and uh, Zod destroying half of the city comes about. And Deathstroke is the one that has to deal with all these problems from aliens being on Earth. Yeah, and, and to uh, the article also mentioned, tying it back into the, the Nolan trilogy, that that's why this is actually called Batman v Superman instead of Batman versus Superman. And they've been very clear about not having it actually say versus. Because when you look at the timeline they've established, this actually would be the fifth film in that timeline. So that's why it's alluding to the number five instead of the letter V. I don't. I think that might perhaps be a little bit of a stretch. That's a quite a bit oh of stretch. But, that's but that's that, warming up for a marathon type stretching. For sure. But <laughs> just to offer a little bit more information to the listeners, that's one of the major things. That is things one of the points. That they pointed out in the, the article. I think maybe this guy listened to Maroon 5V album a little too many times. <laughs> so well, it's a cute theory. You know, Batman 5. Superman, Dawn of Justice. It sounds catchy, yeah, but it's. Uh, I, I think that yeah. Once again, that was a little bit short. Another some thing that they were uh, trying to say is George Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character at the end of the Dark Knight Rises plays uh, what is revealed to be mm-hmm. Robin John Blake, right? Instead of just be, the whole time we, we know him as John Blake, uh, there they change his name over to. He says, "Oh, my real first name is Robin." So maybe it's underneath that. And you're like, everybody in the audience is like, oh, he's Robin! Which, you know, doesn't really play into the Batman comic books, but it does play into the Batman comic books with the name. So right. the idea is that uh, Robin John Blake takes up the mantle of, Super- of Batman after Christian Bale leaves. He then goes and uh, doesn't quite do it the way that he wants, goes a little crazy ends up taking on the persona of the, the Joker, mm-hmm. and that's who Jared Leto is playing. He's, so they didn't get Joseph Gordon-Levitt to come back to play the role because they they don't want you to know beforehand that he's the same character. And the, one of the reveals that this guy is saying that the, the seed that's planted is that John Blake is J-O, and Blake is B-L-A-K-E, so joke. There's yeah. a joke in there. Again, perhaps marathon <laughs> stretching here, but, I mean, that might almost be like freaking olympic gymnast type stretching at this I, point but well i also like too, interesting the music there was something in the article where he's like the, there like the first time they show the joker i think it is and they mm-hmm. started playing the song i started a joke yeah that's true they was, did reference like, that that's that right. was a wild stretch of like here's how all this but they are fine I, I will give him credit for this i mean if he managed to write 15 chapters <laughs> like this guy obviously is remarkable at finding things and trying to well, make the match or they do pieces? match where is he getting his doctorate from? Because I could, I will totally slap down a comic book paper right now, so I could be Doctor Frenny of comics. I believe that's DCU that. is DC. where he's getting it, um, yeah. or perhaps DCUU, the DC Universe University. I, yeah, um, I, I get it that he's he's that he he put a lot of work into it. I'll oh, give him hell that. yeah, I did. But just because he put a lot of work doesn't into make it, it true. Doesn't does, yeah exactly. No. And you can 
if you put enough research into anything, you could probably correlate two things on many different levels. Especially if it works a fiction. This whole fucking theory is just like a horrible fever dream. <laughs> like, that's the vibe that I got from this whole thing. He was just like, yeah, man, uh, fucking the sky is blue and Superman wears blue, so this shit's going to happen. What? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I understand. And, and it's, you know what that's also kind of like? It's like all the people that are on uh, the internet that on, constantly are like, um, oh, what's that video game? They're always saying confirmed. Just because oh, there's Half-Life three. Oh, Half-Life 3. Half-Life 3, Half-Life 3. Yeah. yeah. So as soon as a 3 shows up in someone's yeah. comment, they're like, oh, Half-Life, Half-Life 3, 3 confirmed. confirmed. <laughs> so that's what this, is, this makes me feel like. But I mean, like, that, that's a joke. Like they're they're just making a joke. This guy is serious. He did. He did write his own manifesto for Batman here. Oh god. Um, they also, or, or he also, just Rick, uh, speculates that Jenna Malone might actually be Deathstroke's daughter. Right. Ravager, Rose Wilson. Huh? Ravager. Which as we've seen. Again, he. That's what's. That's the. These are the things that make it to where I'm like. God, I really want to believe this. <laughs> but then when you see like the studio being like, well, you know, we're going to kind of do three Batman movies with Ben Affleck. You're like, meh, okay, how's that going to work out? I, I right? like that the head of his studio is Kermit the Frog. Yeah, that that's pretty what cool. he's like. It's a little easy to You know, you got to throw some Kermit in there sometimes. Um, no, exactly. Where, but maybe where that's does... where the real twist is. Maybe Kermit's Batman. <laughs> I God. like that cell. I like that. Uh, can yes. we write 15 chapters on that? Of course God, I can. Piggy's mm-hmm. Joker. There well, they, we go. Hey, they just broke up. <laughs> they did. They got yeah. divorced. Uh, look we at can that. totally take the Flashpoint Hell Batman. Hath no Fury like a angry pig lady. Kermit, Miss Piggy, Batman, Joker costumes. They kiss. You've got a tiny little dead frog in front of them. You know, I want the chef as Mr. Freeze. You I would know? watch the shit out of that movie. Yeah. Man. Chef as Fozzie Mr. as the Riddler. Why have we not gotten DC Warner Brothers? Get on this crossover. Waka waka waka. Seriously, I think we're onto something here. He tells jokes. He could be the Joker. Yeah. God. I mean, this thing is so in depth. That, it's incredible that it he really goes into Teen Titans Go. Yeah, like he oh even sp- he spots that in certain scenes of Teen Titans Go, the S on the, the S shield movie poster. For, for the movie posters yeah. that are, the fake movie posters in the cartoon look like fives Versus instead of S's. Yeah, S's. Which to me that's all. I mean, all, once again, we're just it's all stretching. It is. It's yeah. all fantastic, Mister Fantastic eight, like level stretching. Oh, but. Yeah. It's, uh, pre Fox, pre Fox. <laughs> yeah, right. um, it he, he goes into that. They go into uh, pulling reference from uh, Star Wars, saying, "Look, they use yeah. V's in Star Wars. They use yep. Roman, Roman numerals." It, Which, coincidentally enough, is now also owned by Disney. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> now, Jenna Malone. It is. It is curious. That is. That, that is one of the things that got me the most. That Jenna Malone's character has not been announced. We right. don't. We have no idea who she's playing. And she dyed her hair. A reddish color, but Rose's color Rose is white. Rose's white. Yeah, that's the tough sell. I, that's, I get, that's what I throws get what me you're off. Because they, but the, that's what I'm saying. That's the what way throws they, me off. the way they have her in like uh, the animated, the Warner Brothers animated oh, movie. Yeah, two, for sure. Two Crisis on Two Earths has her as a redhead because she's playing Deathstroke's daughter, who's the president. They're not right. villains in that, but in I still have to say, yeah, the fact that she dyed her head, her hair red, and then we know this movie. 
Well, at least we assume this movie has a lot to do with the Dark Knight uh, Returns graphic novel. Mm-hmm. She's more than likely playing the female uh, female Robin, right? Yeah, which makes sense. Which would make sense. Which for, make more for sense, that. right? Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. But since they have not announced what yeah. her character is, I'll give some credence to this. She could be Rose Wilson Ravager. It's true. I mean, it's it's definitely a hard. I don't know. That's one of the major things that jumped out at me, though. <laughs> Let's see. Well, actually, can you can you scroll up? Again? I don't know. I kind of feel like any female in this movie could be Ravager, though. That's true. Like that that has just as much weight to me as look them saying Jenna Malone. Don't get me wrong. She's a name, so it would make more sense for her to be a named character, right? But I don't see it happening ever. So in my mind, you could also be like, oh, that extra right there? That's totally Rose Wilson. Well, there, there was another fan theory. It's funny that you mentioned that with extras. In Man of Steel, there's a guy who's like a drone pilot. And everybody, for the longest time, this was the big flavor of the month, they were saying that guy's Hal Jordan. He's oh, this I didn't actor. Even hear that one. Yeah, I'll, have to, I'll, I'll check up his name while you guys are talking on some stuff. But this guy is totally playing Hal Jordan. And it's funny because they've, sh- they've shown pictures of the guy. And the guy was smart. He started putting pictures out there of him wearing a uh, brown bomber jacket. And he looks spot on like Hal Jordan. He's even in Batman v Superman. He's He's been cast again. He's carried over. So a lot of people are like, hey, this hmm. is our Hal Jordan. And it turns out he was a drone pilot during the big you know Superman event of Man of Steel. So there, there's, there is speculation that these extras hold a lot of weight. I'll, I'll say, hold the guy's name. I was right going to say, though, ha- have they actually cast a, a new Green Lantern? They have not. So have he not, actually could be then, right? Could, that but they could also haven't those... said whether or not they're going to do they're, how they're going to do. Right, right. Well, true. Yeah, I mean, they obviously have a, a plethora the of... The Green Lantern movie that they have announced is, is supposed to be Green Lantern Corps. Ah. Not Green Lantern. Mm. So, I mean, there's very much that it could be Jon Stewart, Kyle Rayner, right. Guy Gardner... Any one of the Earthbound uh, Green Lanterns. Intriguing. Okay, so I'm pulling it up right here. Movie Pilot. Once again, Movie Pilot. Damn, I'll, I'll, I'll be. It. I'm leery of this website. I see a lot of their stuff, and I feel like they're the ones that, you know, they, they've got to they've got to put news out there. So they'll they'll grab these wild fan theories. And for a while, they had me totally excited for this one. Um, so let's see here. We are looking at son of a gun, Dan Amboyer. So he, he, that's the actor's name. Um, he like this is the, this is the picture I, I'm showing you guys. So oh, those okay. on the on the, the 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 podcast, you can totally see what I'm talking wow. about. Yeah, if you want to, um, go you should link that Google in the show Dan, notes. Uh, so oh, if you put Green Lantern or sorry, Hal Jordan, Batman v Superman, you Google it, you're gonna see the image, and the guy looks spot on for it. Yeah, and kind he, of looks like Ryan Gosling. Does it? Uh, that's he what really I was just gonna does. say. Yeah. I was just gonna and say he that. He is cast in Batman vs Superman, Don uh, Don of Justice, and he's also oh my playing drone pilot. You just heard it here first. Uh, they just they just cast uh, <laughs> Ryan Jordan. Gosling, Hal Jordan. Uh, <laughs> it's happening. 2022. Uh, it's totally there. I so. would actually be okay with Ryan Gosling as Hal Jordan. I would be too. <laughs> Yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm okay. totally fine. Oh, no. I would kind of peg him more as Guy. Really? I, he's so mellow in everything he does, though. But I could see him tapping Even the in, energy. I could he could bring that I wacky. I could see him fucking... Even in Driver, he's getting kind of crazy. Mellow. Oh. He's his face. <laughs> like, that's a weird place to stop. I could see him fucking. <laughs> well, I mean, it would you be just made with, a lot um, of female listeners very happy. What's her name? Uh... Eva Mendes? Yeah, that's yeah. the one. So is it Eva? I, I wouldn't Eva be Mendes? opposed to seeing that. Both 
beautiful people. Oh, but, okay. Yeah. I thought you were going to say both on and off the court. No, well, they already put the. Ryan Gosselin and Eva Mendes are together. They have a child together, so they just he was he, there talking about fucking. Oh my God! Spoiler alert! Jesus, God, I haven't caught up on that news That's yet. That's a whole other use of V. I guess. I'm so far behind on my Ryan celebrity v. gossip yeah. magazines. Um, <laughs> in season five. I think one of the biggest problems for me for this theory is that the obvious one: if he's going to be Deathstroke, we don't have the. Trademark oh, sorry, item right. of Deathstroke. The sword? The eye patch. The eye patch. Oh, yeah. Well. I thought it was the goatee. No, you can have <laughs> well, that too. Yeah, you can yeah. have Deathstroke and, and just about anything, and you can make him look different, but he has to have an eye patch. Okay, but I'll eye. tell you this. He has I'm to gonna, be missing an eye. He's got a glass I'm gonna, eye. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw something crazy out there. But well, oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Nick Fury. How many eyes does he have? Is that a trick question? Yes, uh, two. Eight. Yep. They took that away. Now I don't, I don't agree with this crazy theory. And I do feel a lot of these things are stretching. But one thing that... It's funny. As a comic book fan, that means nothing. You're going to watch these movies and they're entirely new. So I, I like where you're going with that. And I do agree. When we see Deathstroke, he should have an eye patch. But they could totally pull a Marvel moment and be like... Sucker, the eye patch is just for your shock and awe. There's something they else. They could. Or this could it's be glass the eye. events that lead up to him losing the eye. But he's already Deathstroke the Terminator in, in this. Theory. I know, I know, but you're, but yes, but again, you're you're creating I'm something too wrapped up in the comic book potentially. But then again, this guy's getting too far wrapped up in movie posters inside of an animated thing. So I don't necessarily <laughs> think that's wrong to do that. Fair you enough. know, Thank I mean, you. we're Thank we're for... you know we're all reaching for for straws and air at this point, but. But I mean, it could, in in terms of the universe that they're crafting with the films, this could be a part in time where we get this weird story that Bruce Wayne actually trained Deathstroke, and that's why he's such a great assassin. And now all of a sudden, he loses an eye. Well, but then, okay, but then if he's training him, I mean, I guess I could say like, okay, like here's marksmanship, and then Slade takes it to a level of like, okay, you trained me to shoot for like a part of the shoulder that'll disarm somebody I'm going to shoot for the dead center of the head but I just feel that's like ultimately if he trained him he'd have some sense of of good he wouldn't be as malicious as Deathstroke is but well, I mean I see what you're saying no, where no, that's no. what the, that's but that's what a very the good dagger point. in the heart no, is no 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 but that's a really good point to, to also kind of go back to it is that yes that, that is true however looking at where the film is going and seeing that all of Deathstroke's family potentially gets killed under his watch, this could be the event that kind of turns him maybe a little bit less moral than Batman. Because that's the thing, right? Batman has this code that he won't break. But he's one of the few. Like, And he has to have such an absolute resolve to be able to do that. You know what I mean? And so Deathstroke, even though being trained by him, also kind of looking at the, the possibility of, of John Blake being the Joker... It's not so hard to think that somebody trained by Batman might potentially not have that same resolve to to be that upstanding. I just think that okay, it's a huge stretch. Don't get me wrong. Like no, I know, right? And we're, that's all we're talking about here is stretches. Um, but I just think that it's one. It's it's going to be a lot to bring in for the casual moviegoer to to understand who Deathstroke is first. Oh, absolutely. Um, and then how? Why is he different from the Arrow Deathstroke? Well, and then why is that? Even that is even different than the the Deathstroke you see in Injustice: uh, Gods Among Us. You know, it's 
It's it's so much information that the moviegoer is going to have to know beforehand that they're probably not going to have time to do an origin of Deathstroke or an explanation of him in the movie. No, and and to some extent, I agree with you. The only the only reason I would slightly disagree with that, especially when you reference like Injustice and and Arrow, as a comic book fan, like you're accustomed to a massive amount of change from artist to artist, from writer to writer. So I don't think it's that much to really ask that people, you know what I mean? Like if you're going through this story and you're just like, hey, this guy's Deathstroke. You could fit in a pretty quick... Again, this is another reason I don't think this is actually going to happen in the films, but to argue that it it is, I really do think that there is a way that you could incorporate this in the film in in a timely enough manner that you would still give just enough backstory to kind of illustrate that, you know, this guy is Deathstroke. You know, he does have a butler... Because yeah, that, I mean, that really is the flaw with the whole theory, is that the moment that you assume that he is someone other than Bruce Wayne, you're now opening the floodgates to confusing the audience and having thus to explain everything to the audience, which we know c- can take a, a bit of time. The problem you also then run into with that is the fact that you also have a tremendous amount of other characters that are going to be in this film. Like, we know that Wonder Woman's in there, we know that Aquaman's in there making an appearance... So now, like, you're not only just talking about trying to tell this story, this potential other theory to backstory, plus the introduction of all these other characters. I don't think you have time to even do that. And I think that's maybe one of the biggest reasons I really don't think this theory is true. Okay, but... You know what I mean? No, no, exactly. That's where I'm at. I, I, there's way too many things that have to go right for this theory to pan out. And I think he's definitely arranged it in his mind and in this thesis to for it to all work out. I just think that... But look at how long it took him to do it. 15 chapters. It's true. It's probably <laughs> 20 times longer than the film script. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, like, I guess for me, like, if we're talking about, like, the debunking, I, I feel like there's a lot of shaky connections, and there's it's connected to, like, Teen Titans Go!, to Marvel films. There's even connections to, to the toy line. Yeah. Well, the oh, toy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, they so I'm going to throw out, my yeah. toy spoiler out there. If we're going to throw craziness out there. Do I it. am surprised this is not taking the internet by storm. So at New York Comic Con, Mattel. Is it Mattel? Yeah, Mattel's got the, the DC. Mattel line. has DC. So Mattel, yeah. they're showing off their DC. And it is fine. This this could lead something. So they, they, they stopped calling them DC Universe Classics. They are the DC Multiverse so, I mean, they can make movie, movie figures, uh, video game figures, everything it seems like. And so right now they're toting out their Batman v Superman figures. So we have the Jesse Eisenberg Lex Luthor action figure coming our way. And one figure, and this is obviously straight up from the dream sequence, or not, I shouldn't say that, but in my, in my theory now, but it, it's the one with the Batman with the, the big coat and the sand goggles mm-hmm. and he's fighting off the Superman worshippers. They're making that a figure. We're going to get an action figure of that from, you know, here's a here's a Batman that's on a movie screen for X amount of minutes. So and it's going to get a figure. If people know that that he most closely represent look or looks like the Batman from Batman or Gotham by Gas Gaslamp or Gaslight. Yeah, they're playing with the yeah. Batman. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so, anyways, the, the name of that figure is Nightmare Batman. And it's interesting because I, I, I was thinking about that and I was having a discussion with another one of my friends and, you know, he's totally anti-DC films. Like, he's just, 
He's hated this stuff even from anything, and and I'll say that the last and it's not one of the people I don't in the room remember talking to you about this. Yeah. The sparkling endorsement. Uh, Chris was asleep and he was just yelling at everything, and no matter what I said, no. But but anyways, um, you know. But I, I it kind of got me to defend it a little bit more. I was like, well, you know, because I, I do. I want to live in an age where I've seen a Justice League film. You know, that'd be fantastic, but I also want it to be a good Justice League film also. Right. Um, so I'm very skeptical because some of the plans don't jive with what I see DC Comics as. Um, but anyway, so this this is the Nightmare Batman figure. And I, I, I'm excited for that because it tells me that that's a dream sequence. You know, and, and it makes sense because if you look at the hues of that shot, it's in this red. You know, red's a good, uh, it's a good color for anger. It's a good color for sorrow. You know, so I'm like, okay, so that could be part of where it's at. Um, and, you know, right now with the current DC cinematic universe, with Man of Steel being the only film we have, and I think it is, I don't care what five means or V's mean, but uh, we, we, we saw Superman in the all black costume. They made that a figure. It was a cool looking thing. So we've seen these like astral projections, these out of body phenomena. So I feel that's what we're going to get with this Batman one. And it's funny because he does, he has this whole toy spoiler in there. And he, he's showing this, and I think it's just somebody's custom. I'm pretty sure I've seen that figure before. So somebody made a custom of the Christian Bale Batman in the whole Dark Knight Returns armor. And so he's using that, like, yeah, this is a toy that's produced, and there's no way some person could have made a toy this good. No, people have made amazing customs. Oh, yeah. I've bought customs. You yeah. Know, I, I, there's some really good toy makers out there. I've arguably seen some better customs than actually pro-manufactured right? figures in yes. my day. So that day, doesn't hold any weight to me. day and age where uh, you can have your own 3D printer in your home, some custom. I mean, people were doing customs before 3D printers. Oh, of course. But oh, yeah. the, now that they have them, they can do them even better. Well, yeah. not only that, but I mean, the other the other side of that coin to also think about for a minute is when you're in business, a big part of business is saving money. And, and especially it happens a tremendous amount in video games where they reuse assets over and over again throughout the developmental process so they already for have games. The mold of- exactly. And that's the thing, right? It's like you already have a mold of Christian Bale, of a supposed Christian Bale face. And you need to get something out quick. It's not that far-fetched to think that somebody was like, you know what? It doesn't look like Ben Affleck. Oh, my God, we can't put it out. No, somebody was probably like, you know what? we got to make money off these things. Get them out the door. Yeah. So, again, I mean, could it be? Sure. Could it not be? Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, that that still doesn't really... It does add an interesting perspective, especially even you just mentioning, like, the fact that that figure is named Nightmare Batman. It's like, wow, that that's really interesting but that also could be remarkably tactical from their perspective to be like well if we do this people will think it's a dream well you know you know it's so true, I have to, true. I, I mean, you could throw it out that way but i just i don't know to me it's when you see that part of the trailer and especially too i like the way when jeremy irons as alfred is is speaking and it's that he does mention something about you know i think it's like a fever dream so I, I kind of like, all right, I, I really feel like... I mean, you got to sit down and watch that trailer. There's a lot of good clues in there. And with the toy being named that, I think it supports it. You know, and I just... I did, his Once he got Toy Theory, I was kind of like, oh, no, I, I've, you know, I, I wasn't liking what you were saying to begin with. Now you've just cemented it. It's like, oh, you're, you're pulling, you're fishing even harder. Well, he does say something about the Superman action figure, too. Uh, it has oh, a- yeah, where he, he brings up the whole... Uh, oh, gosh, I forget what toy line this is, but they're... They take a lot. They put a lot of Asian spin on the on the figures and whatnot, and they are making a Man of Steel figure, and it comes with a secondary head, and he's screaming, and he's got the red eyes. Well, Which I just assume that's from Man of Steel when he has to kill 
Yeah. Um, Zod. Zod. Right? Well, we, I think right now we like an angry Superman. I think pop culture loves an angry Superman. Uh, you look at the whole premise of Injustice. You know, here's a Superman who's like, you killed Lois, I will kill you, and I will dominate your planet. And he is, a he, like, right now I think people are more excited for a Superman as a villain than they would be as a hero. You know, and you look at the comics. I know GT is. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my. Ah, God. Ah, Superman. Stupid. You, I know, you have your problems with Superman <laughs> I, for as long as I've I, known you. I, I do. I do have problems with Superman, but at the same time, in certain situations, there's nobody that can do things that Superman can. <laughs> I like Superman as a symbol, not as a character. Fair enough. Like, within the... DC Universe, I like him to stay the fuck out of everything until he has to, like, rally the troops. That's the only time I want to see him. See, like, I think that you would, you'd probably like the Justice League books then, where he's not really involved in everything until they need him. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, talking about toy lines and how they relate to the movies, I don't really get into the toys all too often, but I remember when Guardians of the Galaxy was coming out. GT and I were walking through the toy aisle, and there happened to be part of the Guardians of the Galaxy toy line that's supposed to be with the movie mm-hmm. had a Guardian of the, Guardians of the Galaxy Iron Man in it, and I thought that was like revealing to me that it was that Iron Man Tony Stark was going to show up in that movie somewhere, and I got really pissed. I remember <laughs> telling GT, I was like, "If your fucking toys this. have just spoiled a big part of this movie for me, I'm going to be pissed." But, you know, Tony Stark never shows up in that movie. I, well, I don't want to it, tell you this, it, but you just confirmed Guardians of the Galaxy Half-Life 2. Half-Life 3. Half-Life 3. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's also in Batman vs. Superman. Well, but see, but that's funny. That's, that's where, like, again, and when you're following those things, like, Hasbro, they don't have to hide what they do. And they've, they've announced, like, our new Marvel Legends going forward. They are toy and comic. They're, they're movie and comic. They're going hand in hand. So it's like, okay... We're going to put this Guardians of the Galaxy line out. We don't have a heavyweight in that toy line because the movie's not out yet. We don't know what it's going to become. So Iron Man is always successful. Um, they relaunched Guardians of the Galaxy a year prior to the movie coming out. And the big anchor for that comic book was Tony Stark was on the team. Issue one, it's the, the origin of Peter Quill, and he's telling his origin to Tony Stark. Tony Stark's armor gets broken. That's where they make this Guardian armor. And that was why they made the toy. Oh. You know, they even had uh, Nova was in it, but Nova's not in the movie. Yeah, well, okay, the, the Nova Novas are in is. there, but not Richard Ryder. Right. Okay, so let me mm-hmm. let me stand there correct. And so, you know, so th- that's what's neat about the Marvel toy line. Because, I mean, we have an upcoming wave of Marvel Legends, and they're going to have, uh, oh gosh, uh, Crossbones. We're going to get a movie's Crossbone figure, but we're also getting a classic Cap figure. And he comes with the Wolf man mask so you can make nice. wolf cap does that mean <laughs> awesome. that's a spoiler so that's the thing like when you follow their market <laughs> yes. they don't hide their <laughs> stuff they absolutely should be <laughs> we're gonna see a, a werewolf captain america yeah, that is yeah. happening uh it's gonna be a hell of a number but so it's they, they hide they don't hide their stuff and again the toy companies are because like you said they're they're in it to make money they're oh, not course. gonna be like oh we're gonna sit on this hot property i mean even when they did um even when, like, and I guess, okay, actually, this could be evidence for this guy's crazy theory. They did sell the Henry Ducard toy with Liam Nielsen on it. They did sell it that way. But, I mean, the to Henry be honest, Ducard one yeah. or the Rachel Ghoul? No, they sold him as, as, they sold both. 
They, you could buy uh, Ken Wong. Wanabi? Yeah, Ken Wanabi as Ra's al Ghul, and then you could buy Liam Nielsen as Ducard. But see, that was the the idea was that Henry uh, Liam Nielsen was Henry Ducard, or we thought he was, and then it turns out that he's Ra's al Ghul. Mm-hmm. So the the toy doesn't spoil for you. No, the toy didn't spoil. So I mean, there is like I said, this is evidence maybe helping this guy that they did stick to their guns with that one. Oh, you know that that is the case, but that's very rare. You know, and mm-hmm. I just, I, I to me, I, I feel like DC is going to play it safe. They need to win. I mean, look at no, Green Lantern. Do. Green Lantern was supposed to be, this is going to be the Iron Man of our universe. This is going to be the big film. Uh, Angela Bassett, right? Didn't she get like a nine or ten? Oh, Angela Bassett? Yeah. yeah. She, yeah she, she got that big contract to be Amanda Waller. She was gonna she's going to make tons of money for doing nothing. Nope, we have you know? a new Amanda Waller yeah. now. <laughs> she's going she's gonna to get to go to the movie premiere and be like, I'm not working, but I'm getting paid more than she is. You know, it's like, damn. <laughs> but you know what? what I mean, don't get me wrong. I like Angela Bassett as the as Amanda Waller, and I but I also like Vi- Viola Davis as Angela Waller. I think both of them do, are going to probably do a great job. So uh, I'm interested in that part. Uh, anything else about this theory you want to talk about? Oh, I don't know. Why are you cutting us off now? No, I mean, we, I just figure we could <laughs> wrap it up. You don't we, want to go to a two-hour special? I mean, could, it's not every day you get four people together. Day 12. Day. <laughs> I almost right. feel like this isn't even a hey, Mitch. I almost feel like this is an imagine if, because like, we're just totally conspiracy theory <laughs> out right now, man. It's true. Let's it, go it, piece by piece. Wait a minute. No, I'm not going to let imagine if be brought down to this. <laughs> this. I mean, like, I don't, I just looking at his article and his write-up. Now, granted, yes, I did not read the 15 chapter manifesto Mein Kampf I did not, I, I did not read that it's almost war and peace but man. it's like it's just he's taking all this stuff and he's fishing and like I said when you can't connect it to like one thing it's like well it's this part of Tiny Titans it's this part of you know Justice toy League line. monsters and it's from this toy line and it's referencing this movie and it's rep- referencing our competition no I just I don't feel that solidness and Again, this is we're building the DC Cinematic Universe. Uh, to me, I think, in my opinion, I think they went wrong making Batman old. You know, it's like, wait a minute, Superman's brand new and Batman's going to be old. I mean, in that case, the, the people aren't going to be that crazy when they see a man in a costume because apparently they've been exposed to it all their time anyways. So there's all kinds of stuff that they're, they're kind of playing risky. But to do that, to be like, no, Batman is going to be Deathstroke playing Batman. That's just whoa. Well, I mean, no, no, no. Yeah, I mean that that is pretty crazy. But I mean, I think like even taking him to an older, more established Batman, I, th- I still think that's okay because yes, although to a certain extent, people in this universe would somewhat be used to people being in costumes. They're not going to be used to the level of power of which is being shown through Superman. And to me, it's like if you do think about it that way, and you're like. Even when you watch Man of Steel, right, and you're like, oh, well, people shouldn't really be that crazy because they know that Batman exists. But when you see what he's actually doing, that's where I think you get this this movement behind it to where it's like, this guy is a god. Like, he's not a Batman. He is a god. And I think that's where it's interesting with Batman v Superman is that's almost where it looks like they're kind of taking it. Oh yeah, the where false it's like god right, and, and so that, it's like yeah. that could totally be why it's still acceptable for Batman to be older and people to be used to costumed heroes, but not to the level of power that we see through Superman. 
which then that could also be what triggers the catastrophic villain because if a villain sees like that much potential you know what i'm saying like that could be where that villain comes in you know what i mean almost like a predator type situation like i've got to test my strength now there's finally someone there to do it let me go there again huge stretch sure but well i agree with it and I, i see where you're coming from i guess just for me it's tough because it's like if we're looking at stories we reference, so Man of Steel, that's the beginning of Superman. And mm-hmm. then we're jumping to The Dark Knight Returns. Right. And that's where it's like they're, they've retired and now they're coming back. And I guess that's just what's hard. It's like, okay, here's your first film and now your second film. That'd be like if we did it in terms of Marvel, we're looking at, you know, like, okay, here's the first X-Men film and it'll be, you know, issue one. And then the second X-Men film, we're jumping all the way to Marvel Onslaught when Onslaught killed the Marvel Universe. And it's like, wait, what? You know, we, we got a ton of stuff. So it's a bold step. And, you know, when you put it in that perspective where it's like, okay, well, because for me, it's like, well, it makes sense why the Joker's going to start like, oh, I need to get back into my game because Batman's back. My favorite friend is back and it's time to play. Mm-hmm. Totally makes sense. You know, Batman's like, oh, well, we got this god, you know, this self-proclaimed god, or we're calling him a god. He's going out there destroying cities. Yeah, I need to be out there and put a stop to this. I guess it's just, it's an interesting way to start an introduction between your teams and Mm -hmm. your characters, you know. Well, and I mean, we still really have no idea how they're bringing everyone else in either. I mean, we really don't have any contextual basis for Aquaman, Wonder Woman, or any of these That's other people, true, right? right? Does anybody remember in Man of Steel if they were really all that surprised about aliens and, and superheroes? Because if you think about think about it this way, if they're going to introduce Batman into this movie, or at least they say Batman's been working for the last ten years. Superman was introduced last year. All of a sudden, uh, this warrior princess from uh, a, a secret island just comes out, and then uh, a lore, uh, a king from an underwater uh, empire makes himself known, and then a, a guy who can run faster than the speed of light. You know, all these things just happen to happen at the same time. I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's going to be that Man of Steel didn't show us that all these people were already in. So instead of how in like comic books, Superman usually is the one that brings about the Age of Heroes, he's going to be the last one to show up. So that's your flip. He's going to be the new guy on the street. Right. So Barry's always had flash powers. He just never wore a costume. Or, no, I guess he, he would have been. He would have still wore a costume. It's just that these are all things that were happening elsewhere that were not Metropolis. And all we saw in Man of Steel was Metropolis. That's a good way to look at it. Because I I, I, I just just don't see it happening the way that all of a sudden everybody just came out of the woodwork because Superman showed up. Well, I mean, and it's tough because, again, with with, with comics, they've done stuff like that. Like, Aquaman was Arthur Curry. He lived his life. He did stuff. He had adventures. He never really did the whole costume theatrics until, okay, fine, the Justice League wants me to join after The Flash came over and helped me stop one of his villains. So he was always there, you know. It's it's easy to see John Jones existing in the Marvel universe, or in, sorry, in the DC universe, because he's a shapeshifter. You know, he he never really felt like he could expose himself as a Martian to these people. You know, in these universes, they will build backwards. I mean, it's like, you know, when you when you look at Iron Man, everybody's amazed to see these colorful creatures, but we know now that they've already had a Hulk, they've already had a Captain America, they've already had an Ant Man. You know, so you, right. you, you can go backwards. You definitely can. And I guess, you know, it, it's one of those things where it's, I guess I, for me, I'm hung up. I'll be honest with you. I'm a comic book fan. 
Yeah. And that's well. what's killing it for me. And I mean, and I don't even want to say it's killing it for me. I mean, I'm very excited. I'm going to be in theaters. I'm going to be ready to watch this film. I'm going to want it to be successful. Uh, I'm going to want there to be some recasting and different mm. costumes. You know, but <laughs> okay, I, it can be successful as long as they do recasting. Yeah. But if they're keeping goddamn Ezra Miller for the Flash movie, <laughs> this shit has to die. Did you see what was the 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 the, the gross woman film where uh, he was in it? He played oh Trainwreck. Where he did you see Trainwreck? No, I, I just remember watching that. And there's a scene where he's grinding up on Amy, whatever her name is, Amy Schumer. There we go. He's he's inside her, or she's inside him. And like he's spanking himself, and I'm just looking. I'm like, "That's the Flash. That's the Flash. No, no, oh, you know. I'm like, God let's get Grant it. Gustin in this no, movie. No, you can't. Know? Like, you can't fault. I mean, I. I know. Me, I know. Actors have no, other jobs. That you was know, that but, hurt me too. But I, just thinking about before Chris Evans was Captain America, he wore a, a shaving cream bikini or a whipped cream bikini around his penis. So. That you can't. Yeah, but I can still look at Chris Evans then and be like, "Oh, okay, he kind of looks like Steve Rogers." If <laughs> well, I okay, like squinted shit with Ezra Miller, it's like, "Who? Wait, you want this? This yeah. dude with hair, like black hair, hair and shit, <laughs> fucking scrawny as all hell." Well, and the kind of looks like, like a girl to be Barry Allen, yeah. fucking like. Look, I'm not a fan. Cut. I'm not a fan of the Ezra Miller casting either. I've said many times I'm not a fan of most of the casting they've done in the DC Warner Brothers universe. The only one that's good in my opinion so far, other than Henry Cavill, I'm, I'm along with that. Is The Rock is the Black Adam? Yes, best casting. Oh ever. my god! <laughs> Let him be anything he wants to be. But uh, so you weren't a fan of Bale. <clears throat> as Batman? Bale's Bat... No, I'm talking about now. Now with this oh, new... Oh, okay. Uh, okay. This we've we've pre- post-Nolan. Right, post-Nolan. The post-Nolan. The PN No, years. Bale did a great job as Batman and Bruce Wayne. For me, the idea that he was able to separate the two, like, he made a, a distinct Bruce Wayne, and then he made a distinct Batman, yeah. Yeah. is not something that we saw beforehand, like, no, Bastion. The true. only other time was animated... Uh, Batman, Tim Burton, Kevin, yeah. Kevin Conroy. Yeah. So uh, to me, that was that was the best part. Um, the other thing that I wanted to say was I forgot it just dropped right out of my head right now. No, no. Oh, okay, what I wanted is. to say is that uh, the way I've seen it so far with this movie is that I wanted to either I wanted to get here because I either wanted to be great. Or I want it to be over with. I just want it to be done. Yeah. And then so we're that much closer to Civil War. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And Civil War will only be a month and a half later. <laughs> you know, I think the the really interesting thing for me as well is the fact that this is going to be essentially one of the most expensive films ever made. Uh, somewhere around $425, $450 million. So they are putting an awful lot into this. It's true. There's a lot of eggs in that basket. Yeah, and you know that's where it's like, okay, you had really better hope that you actually hit this one out of the park. You know, with a lot of the the PR propaganda spin that's been coming out of Warner Brothers about this movie that they've shown it to certain people so far and it's gotten standing ovations. And we showed it to our studio heads and they liked it. They loved it a <laughs> lot. I mean, you mean the yes men in suits like something I you did I think it was actually you? the crew. I think it was the film crew that they showed it to. I, I get that too, to but they're also... No, no, no. I, I mean, yes, obviously you're going to be... I know 
when I work on a film, I'm like, this is fucking amazing. And then, you know, everybody else is like, well, it's not really that great. And I'm like, oh, well, I, I thought it was awesome. And, and capitalizing yeah. on that, I thought yeah. something that was really cool was they said when they shot the scene where you had Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman costume nailed the first, first time, he had some of the crew, like, crying. And I thought that's <laughs> awesome because it's true. We've never had <laughs> we've never had the Trinity together. I mean, that's going to be great. I mean, I remember years ago, it's funny because a lot of people – when we think about Marvel growing, they'll think about Hall H at San Diego Comic-Con. You know, here's Robert Downey Jr., here's Chris Evans, here's Chris Helmsworth, and da 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 and they're all naming out, and it's like, here's your Avengers, and people are just like, oh my God, you know, this is great. We totally forgot that a nerd got stabbed in the eye 40 minutes earlier. <laughs> you know, some nerd fight that ended in a rampage. And it's funny because if you go back years prior to that, you had Brandon Routh and Christian Bale take a stage as Superman and Batman and they even say hey we're Superman and Batman we're up here and it's like that was exciting and you know it's like man if if Superman Returns would have done better and you had Batman going those guys would have been our DC universe that would have been the foundations of our DC cinematic universe because I mean we've, Brandon Routh and Ryan Reynolds yeah Ryan Reynolds <laughs> probably would have been a continuation of that mm. we'd be that much closer to well, I'm glad that didn't happen. <laughs> Just because of Deadpool. <laughs> yes. That's right. We have that to look forward yes, to. Yes, I do. the, first, the next yes. comic book movie. I am totally ready. Look, so that's... My body I, is I ready. I think what we've come to the consensus is that myself, the two Chris's, are not for this theory. I'm not saying Richard is for this theory, but he is more open to the ideas. I, I, I think it would be cool if that's the way that it played out, but I don't think that it's going to. Especially with the rumors that the studio wants to do a trilogy of Ben Affleck of Batman. Ben Affleck Batman. I think that already kind of is like... This mm. guy would probably just go, go on to tell you that that's a mislead. Right. He might still be directing the movies, but Bale's coming back to do those. When we Batman say version. Batman, and it's it, the Deathstroke that trilogy. could yeah. happen. I mean, that, that who knows? Like, it's you a know, possibility. But you also really have Justice want... League in there, too. So, I mean, somewhere in here... I mean, Jesus Christ. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're fucking throwing cash around like Madman. So, like, you better hope that this... Do- I have a feeling if this doesn't do well... A lot of their other movies are just going to dissolve and disappear. Oh, oh yeah. Please. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously they already have the Suicide Squad in the can, so that one's going to get released. But if Batman v Superman does not do well, and it has to do really well to oh, make up that four hundred ninety yeah. million, yeah. you know, to, it's going to have to. I like how the number just. Of course, it's always going to go up every time, time, time you talk about it. That's the that, way numbers work. Speaking of crazy numbers, for real quick side, have any of you heard the budget for Marvel's uh, Infinity what is War it? Part Infinity One and War? Two? A billion dollars. A billion dollars. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can tell by your face you hadn't heard this. Strap <laughs> yeah, your helmet yeah, on right now. One billion with That's a B. Right. They billion literally just dollars. bought an infinity gem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> One billion dollars. I mean, come on. That's two movies. It's 500 million a film. At 500, still, yeah, that's the most expensive film ever made. Very true. Half that paycheck goes to Robert Downey Jr. Worth that's it. Actually, well so worth true. No, but that, that actually isn't far off. Like The bulk majority of your film's budget does go to your above the, above the line pay. So... Your actors are getting the biggest portion of that. And think about how many actors are in that movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, those two movies is going to be so full of actors that 
when is there going to be time for story? <laughs> for I, the reason it's Infinity War know. Part 1 is because they're doing the opening credits. <laughs> yes. And then the reason it's called Part 2 is because they have exactly. the end credits. <laughs> and there's a movie mashed in the middle, but in order to make it theater time... <laughs> actually, to actually catch the movie, you have to watch some of the in-between stuff uh, yeah, exactly. on the web. <laughs> you have a second screen Yeah, you have a second screen experience for it. I get it. The first time ever in a theater that you actually have like this... You sit down and there's like this little arm that flips around with your tablet and it's like telling you what's happening. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. No, what I was going to say earlier, though, yeah, with sorry. the rumor that the the Red Hood is going to be one of the stories in the three Batman solo movies, mm-hmm. I want there to be a Hush movie before that. Yes, because yeah. I would loved it in the Hush storyline in in the comic books. I didn't want it to be Tommy Elliot. I wanted it to be Jason Todd as Hush. I wanted him to come back that way. They, it should have been. It should have been that way. And the way that I see it, Zack Snyder, when he made Watchmen, changed the ending of that so that there was yeah. no giant octopus. It was uh, Dr. Manhattan. That was Which, the, thank God. the thing. Yeah. He damn. could convince Ben Affleck to change uh, the Tommy Elliot reveal to being Jason Todd. And the fact that Jason Todd was able to infiltrate and mess around with Batman throughout that whole first movie. And then at the end of it, he's like, okay, I'm throwing away the Hush persona, and now I'm Red Hood. That's what I want to see. I think it would be awesome. That would well, be I think awesome. that'd be great. That would be really cool. We're not married to Tommy Elliot. No, he's, you know, he has no. Nobody place in our knows heart. that that much. It's hmm, he and, and Jason Todd. It. Yes, yeah. we're not married to Jason Todd either. But you he has could history. Totally, yeah, he, he's got the fact that he was a Robin. He was the Robin who died. Yeah, that's what was changing. And it's like I think that would be great. That's that's the better way to because. Like, that's the funny thing about comic books and movies and what goes on and what makes it to screen and what doesn't stay. I mean, there's a lot of history to characters. Um, Iron Man, for example. He started going crazy. Turns out that, like, Immortus, or sorry, Kang, Kang, like, infected him, so he started being evil. So the Avengers went back in time, took teenage kid Tony, brought him to the future, killed old Tony Stark, and then, all right, we got some teenager running around being Iron Man. Now, yes... Marvel Studios might be like, hey, that's a great way to write off Robert Downey Jr. and bring somebody else. But your moviegoer, your average moviegoer is going to be like, what the fuck is this? What the <laughs> hell did I just watch? This is not Looper. I'm not watching, you know, 12 Monkeys. This is ridiculous. Like, I want to see Iron Man, some dude put on a suit and beat the crap out of bad guys. That's what I want, you know? Like, because a lot of people did. They seemed like they got taken aback by the Mandarin. Not because he wasn't the Mandarin, just because it was like, wow, that was a weird part of the film. You know? It's, yeah. It, it wasn't yeah. like, I mean, doing a twist where the Mandarin is not a, a, it's not a man, it's an idea. Hey, that's cool. That's neat for comic books. That's Batman in some parts that of his is, history. Yeah, that's Batman. Mm-hmm. You know? That's what but Rachel Gould when was. You, when you do that in the movie, people are just kind of taken aback. You know, um, going on with Rachel Ghoul. When they did that with Rachel Ghoul for The Batman Begins, that's a signature Chris Nolan style. He likes to do that. Like when you watch The Prestige, when you watch, um, oh, what's the movie inside a movie inside a movie? Inception. Inception. You know, when you look at those things, he does. If you watch and pay attention the first five minutes of his film, you can solve it. You can understand it. You know who's going to be who. You know, you can see those elements. So that's just signature to his style. Well, he does that even in Memento, Memento. Too, oh, yeah. with uh, well, he does. Sandy and, Jenkins. And that's, yeah, what's, yeah, that's, that's what's fun. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. his signature. Yeah. No, it's absolutely. Signature. Yeah. I love it. You know, like that's because I remember the first time I watched Inception. You know, I don't care. We talk spoilers on that film. Yeah. I know it's no. not, but uh, so I, I just thought it was really like I remember watching it. And I saw when they were in court, and I was like, 
why is Christian Bell wearing all that fake hair? You know, I could just, I, I saw that was Christian Bell. I saw it right off the bat. And I remember I was, I was living in Flags at the time, and I looked at one of my friends like, what, what the hell's going on? Why is Christian Bell like this? And, you know, not a lot of people knew who he was. They were like, huh, what? You know, I was like, oh, you guys aren't Batman fans, you know. If I had you guys there, you would have been like, you're right, it is him. There we go, okay, you know, our, our geek alert's on, you know. I think Mitch Whitty looks super I know, I think I just broke Mitch. <laughs> I think I got lost somewhere. What are we talking about now? Right? Are we talking about Inception? <laughs> what movie are no, we no, talking sorry. about? Oh, did I say Inception? I meant, um, um... The Prestige, The Prestige. Oh, oh yes. All right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was searching all through Inception. I was like, courtroom scene? What in the fuck was oh, that? Man, you guys did not watch the director's cut. This is a great moment. I just broke Chris and Mitch Richards crying. Like, the computer's hot. I'm sitting here like... Jarvis, is, he, he, he ran away from home. I'm, I'm like, does he think Cillian Murphy is Christian Bale? Is that what's Whoa, going on here? Whoa, I'm not that bad. No, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying you are. That's where I was going. I'm like, I don't understand what he's talking about right now. Oh, oh sorry. I, I totally thought I, I said The Prestige. No, but in that opening scene in The Prestige, I was like, oh, that's, that's totally Christian yeah, Bale. Yeah, right, yeah. Facial hair, makeup. Um, oh, that was great. <laughs> that like, alone is worth the price. I was of still with you because, like, you were saying, and I was picturing that, even though you said Inception. I was still like, oh yeah, he just means <laughs> Richard but, and like, I, I kept, on the level. I kept watching Mitch's face just like get more and more quizzical, and, and because you were like, I was in Flagstaff, and I was like. Franny was not in Flagstaff <laughs> during Inception. I was like, none of this is making sense. You guys going to go watch that movie? I'm going to go drive six hours north to go see it. He just went full Nolan on us. Uh, I'm going to tear off my mask yeah. now. No, I am awesome. not Franny. I am. I am Rick. Like, so, I'm not Chris Franny. I'm Christopher Nolan. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, holy shit. Perception. Yep. <laughs> You're in a podcast with a Chris sitting next no, to a Chris. Nobody Chris wants Perception. Oh. I don't think people could handle it. It's amazing. So, look, this we've been talking about this this article. It's, it's on Movie Pilot. If you want to go look for it, it's... I could say it's an interesting read just because yeah. it opens up some possibilities, some ideas, some ways to look at it. If you're a casual comic book reader, you'll get a lot of these things. If you're an avid movie watcher, you'll get a lot of these things. So go out, give it a read, um, send back some feedback. I'd like to hear what else other people think yes. and how, how they fare with this idea. Absolutely. Interesting is a very good way to I th- put it. I think It's a very PC way to put it. After you get done reading it, if you decide to go read the whole 15 chapters or not, Ooh, that's oh up my, to you. May read God the, have mercy just, on your soul. <laughs> just read the summary and then afterwards read some of the comments that people have left on this website. That was the best part. <laughs> oh my God, so much gold. So let me like let me just read you like some of the top comments for the, for it. I just want to like lay on the couch and pay somebody to read it to me and make like a little <laughs> screen with my hands. Very, and, that's very John Peters of and you. And just watch it that way. <laughs> We gotta get to the bottom of the uh, a lot of theory. Going all the way <laughs> down to the bottom of the comment section. <laughs> that was my musical number for you. Now you're gonna. Have, I'm oh, just killing time. Whether they don't know, they're looking. So no, anyway, it should be right there. Unity. That's, that's a new, oh, right there. Syndicate. Yeah. Available now for all of you Assassin's Creed fans. Ten days to Display. follow for. That's right. I'm. I'm ready. Are are the significant others ready? That's, no, that's the real question. <laughs> no. So here is the top comment really that was on this article. Oh, back to it show. says, 
You wasted hours of your life for this. The whole part <laughs> with John Blake is... I can't even put it into words. Maybe Mark Hamill is the Joker because the Suicide Squad movie begins inside Arkham. Mark Hamill Arkham. Or maybe Venom Snake is Batman and Deathstroke is Barbara Gordon or everyone is Jason Todd. Like, I, I know it's, it's easy to go out there and just crap on somebody else's idea. Everybody can do it. And it doesn't take much. It takes a lot more to come up with an idea oh, and, and, and to think of something on your own. And to write 15 chapters out of it. <laughs> well, I like Pepper Santana. He backs that, that last quote. He's like, I hit like just when I read, you wasted hours of your life for this. <laughs> I'm so high and I'm dying laughing. I can barely type this. Everyone is Jason Todd. Ha ha, LOL. Oh, look, I wrote ha ha. I must be the Joker. And as a plot twist, I'm really Chris O'Donnell. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> some of the comments are just golden. That's hilarious. So it's great to go look. But don't put this guy down. He, no, he came up with an idea. He, right. he backed it up with... What he believes a lot is evidence of, of <laughs> stuff and, and a tremendous would, amount of effort. I almost lots of effort. I'll give him that. I I've talked shit about this theory, and I'm gonna keep talking shit about this fucking theory. But good on him. Good on for, him absolutely. for making this effort. Like I com- absolutely commend him. For the effort that he made doing this. Well, I feel like to a certain extent he knew. That's why the article says just Rick. Right. Because, you know, if I you know went out there and wrote like some gigantic thing about a topic that people are very passionate about, uh, interwebs are pretty much full of hate and trolls. So, you know, as a troll defense mechanism, I think I might do that too. But still, yeah. Again, don't necessarily know that I agree with it, no matter how much just like him I would like that to be true. Kudos, man. Like, I could not sit down and write 15... I can't even barely write 140 characters about things sometimes. I almost couldn't even say that. But, like, that is absolutely incredible to put that much effort into into it, you know? And, I mean, obviously he is a huge, passionate fan of all things DC. I mean, he's going into the toys. He's going into the animated shows. I mean, like, he's literally delving into just about everything dc so i mean if anything this should show his level of passion for their products no i will say I, i'll know? bandwagon you with that i think it's neat that he has such a scope of what's going on with dc properties that he's like hey if you take a look i mean to to reference teen titan goes comic books wow that's impressive but i mean you know then it's well fives and s's no, I've seen people's handwriting. Fives and S's, that's just They're it. pretty but, close. <laughs> but it's like, but it, that's neat that he's got an active imagination that it's like, well, here's this, here's this. Could be, you know, tie-in and whatnot. And that, that's, that's, yeah. that's love for the game, you know? Yeah. We all have those moments of speculation, you know? You'll Absolutely. see something and you're like, oh, I swear to God, I saw that metal hand. There's Mark Hamill in the Star Wars trailer, you know? There's his moment. It's like, ah. Oh, that's true. I have robots, no, you know? Could be something like I'm that. I'm no stranger to speculation. I will take... The slight, I had this giant theory about uh, Black Widow before Avengers Ultron came out, and none of that shit panned out. But <laughs> <laughs> So you just officially announced that Just Rick will be writing a 15-chapter thesis on Star Wars, The Force Awakens. That's right. That's coming I, up. I'm pretty sure that's going to be the next episode. That'll be the next episode we talk about. <laughs> so I think with this giant episode of Hey Mitch, we've gone... 
quite over the hour mark, but I, it's all good stuff. So we believe everybody that out should of the be water. interested. If uh, once again, if you want to do giant look, size episode, giant size, I like that double feature. <laughs> if uh, you want to go look this up, Google Ben Affleck is not. Batman, and that should bring you up to this article. You could probably link it in the show notes, too. I could. If you're feeling... If I got around to that. He's got to put on the spot. I mean, it's not like... <laughs> it's not, Shots fired. It's not like you got to edit a two-hour podcast or anything like that, you know, among the 20 other ones you do, so, you know. And but, the new edition of the Half-Life 3 episode that will be coming out weekly from here going it's true. on. <laughs> Absolutely true. That's happening. Uh, I, know, I know we're not all the... the high-ranking CEOs of anything that we want to do yet, but is there anything you want to promote, Chris? Uh, I, I would like to promote uh, Let's Not Have a Flash movie if it's having <laughs> Ezra Miller. Fair enough. Richard? Uh, like, personal or what? Yeah, per- um, personal or professional. Yeah, so I am uh, on a, another podcast That's on a different right. network. Uh, it's the We Are Entertained podcast. Very good uh, podcast. Yeah, it's uh, we talk about films and stuff. We don't really review them, we just kind of talk about them. So go check that out on iTunes and Facebook and all that stuff and Twitter. And then, of course, uh, as Mitch mentioned earlier, I was the person who wrote in to ask the question about this, not knowing I was going to be on the show. So you can follow me on Twitter at Ray Cohen, which is also... My Facebook page uh, at Wright Cohen, and I post all sorts of geeky lifestyle shit. So designer vinyl toys, um, movie stuff, video game stuff, all that sort of stuff. So check that out. GT, since he didn't say it, his yes, Twitter and Facebook is uh, both wizard. Wizard. Yeah, www.yzerd. Don't bother following me, though, because I do nothing no, with do social follow media. Him. Follow so. him, because you force him. Force his hand. <laughs> make him, force make him, him to do it, yes. Make him do something. Ah, Get out there and just troll don't. him. Yes. And Frady, what would you like to promote? I guess um, I'm, I'm very new to the game. Um, so far, I've been doing a lot of Imagine Ifs with you, Mitch. So, I, you know, please check him out. It's fun. It's It's been a great exercise and, and totally... Saying and justifying all my years as a comic book fan means something. Um, <laughs> I love comics. I love movies. I love being entertained. Um, you know, it, all those years of high school fighting back as a geek, it's finally paid off into a world where now people can actually walk around saying, I like being a geek. So it's, you know, we're kind of like the original Justice League, and it's it's neat seeing this dawn of, you know, peace that has arrived. Um, I call it Batman. <laughs> 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 But um, so anyways, so um, check out Imagine If. Um, Are you, you know, on Twitter? I yes. am, but I don't do much. Um, if you, if you, <laughs> you guys, do more. If you guys want, let me. I have to even find my name. I don't remember who I am nice. on Twitter. I forget. Is it stuff I sh- should have said or it's stuff? It's a great handle. Things I should said. I wish I things I should say. Things I should say. Should have said. Should have said. Okay. Oh, okay. It's, well, my my phonetic sounded name, Christopher Franey at. Stuff I should say, S T U F F capital I S H U D capital S A Y. Now I say to my head, I just don't type it on the phone. What you should do is you should type it on your phone, and you should also create a Facebook page under the same handle. See now that's Damn, going now he just far. called me out, right? <laughs> See, but this here's the happens. thing. Okay, we're going to talk but, more about that part. But here's actually, the I like thing, and I, and Mitch can can totally set this up for you. Uh, you can link your Twitter and Facebook to where they both post to each other. So you true. only have to post it in one spot. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I don't know how to read Twitter. See? I, 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 I don't know what happened, how it happened. I mean, I know it's the same argument. Well, Facebook isn't linear. It's true. You know, but I just, I'm to a point where it's like, I typed it once. It was witty. And then yeah. I feel like I'm typing it again. I'm an asshole. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to... <laughs> 
I've been too much of an asshole This today. will remove the asshole <laughs> That's true. from you it. Can you can so that literally yeah. type right. it once. We're going to talk more about that. Because, again, yeah, like with, with my day job, I don't, you know, when, when, when I'm doing this stuff, I wish I could share it with the people I work with. But sometimes I can't because they're going to be little pricks about it. Mm. They know who they are. <laughs> yeah, little pricks. But anyways, uh, <laughs> yes, you know, I just don't want to get thrown back in my face. So that's what's neat is, you know, now I could have my own, you know, I guess it's like, I'll go to work as Bruce Wayne, and then at the end of the night, I can put on my Batman mask and say those little pricks, and it's okay. <laughs> uh, GT didn't talk about it earlier, but he and I have started up our own podcast that is going to start start yes. going next week. Yeah. Uh, VHS Gems was it? VHS yes. Gems. Nice. We talk about movies that you might not have heard of from the eighties and nineties, and how we liked them as kids, or. You know, one of us at least liked it. I thought that was going 80s, 90s, and today's. No, <laughs> no, no, no today's. <laughs> but it, it's basically just before 2000. Yes. More or less. Nice. Right. Stuff, stuff that we watched and the VHS might not have era. I would listen to we're the not, shit We're not picking that. anything like Goonies or Black to the, Back to the Future because... Those movies are known. Yeah, oh, people know watch those movies. But Black to the Future, totally. Exactly. The black exploitation that. version of Back oh, to the Future. My God. I, Just good stuff all around. It's good stuff. Nice. Uh, but you can find me, as always, on Twitter at agent underscore of the underscore bat. <laughs> it's very difficult. I maybe should look into changing that to be something more professional, but I like it, so I might keep it. Batman movies are coming out, you know, Azrael could be a big thing that happens in Gotham now, if anybody's watching Gotham. I'm not, but I did listen to Televised Heroics, and I heard that on there. (laughs) It was Dumas, right? Dumas. It was originally supposed to be St. Dumas, and I was like, yeah. We were talking the other day, and I was like, so you should be excited, right? He's like, what? I was like, the Order of Dumas. He's like, huh, what? No, that's not exactly how it went. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't just slack-jawed it, huh? He but, was slack jawed and he went full slack jaw. Look, there was drool. <laughs> That's where you can find me most often. Talk to me. You can also get any of us at geek, geekeliteradio.com, uh, Geekleet Radio on Facebook, at Geekleet Radio on Twitter. Listen to uh, the podcast, all the different podcasts on Stitcher. I've downloaded it, it's an amazing app. I, I can't listen to podcasts without it now. So I think it's a great great thing to do. Anybody else needs to go ahead and download that. Um, join our forums on the website and, you know, just come and talk to us. We, we love feedback. We have emails. You can heymitch at gmail or not heymitch at geekeliteradio.com. And apparently, if you throw out random Twitter questions, there's a possibility you might end up on the show. You definitely <laughs> might end up on the show. So that's what happened to me. I'm, I'm here because I asked a question. So ask questions. Ask questions. Because you could come and talk for two hours, too. <laughs> <laughs> so if there's nothing else we're going to talk about this week, I'm going to say until next time, geek out. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program.